This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast. I'm Jared Tunkin. RJ. And we're just two guys who have no other choice now but to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time in order of release. This week, we're just a couple of Boris Karloffs trying to make the world a better place, even if we die trying, as we mm. conclude watching Spine 364 in the Criterion Collection, <gasps> Monsters and Mad Men, Four Thrilling mm. Tales of Inner Torments in Outer Space. Mm. Uh, this will be the second half of Grip mm-hmm. of the Strangler, a.k.a. The Haunted Strangler from 1958, and Corridors of Blood from 1958, all, all directed by Robert Day. But first, mm-hmm. RJ. Mm-hmm. Happy post-Halloween. It's over, hey? The countdown's on. 363 yeah. days to go. Yeah, it's over. Jarrett's got 148 movies logged this year I or something. 134, yeah. Yeah, I threw out a ridiculous number, assuming you'd be close to that. Yes, I feel uh, sick. I feel sick, RJ. And now, now that he has nothing to fill his time, he's commenting on lists I made a mere eight years ago. Well, do you see? It's been three years since I last commented. I, I see that. I yeah. see that. Your your first list. That was my first list. So what are you missing on here? What haven't you seen? A bunch of shit. I don't know. And has it been added to next year's watch list? No. I have I, to Because you, you told me not to watch these movies. Like which, which one? Evil Ed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Evil Ed is really bad. See? Evil Ed. Uh, what about The Reptile? The Reptile. No, I haven't seen it. No? I don't. I don't, I don't care. Damn. What about Hotel Transylvania? Are you going to check that one out? No, I'm good. What about Scooby-Doo Zombie Island? I'm good. What about Scooby-Doo Blair Witch Project? I think I watched that. It. Uh, it's on... I saw a thing. It just got added to YouTube, but it's not loggable on Letterboxd. Again? Yeah. Hmm, it yeah. was. I, 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 just, I tried I tried uh, looking for it the other day. Huh. Couldn't find it. I think I just I mean I logged it at some point. I saw I it even, like a three days ago. No Man. way. I even Scooby Dude. Scooby Do. Yeah. Blair Witch. Oh. Well there's something called the Scooby Doo Project. Yeah, that's, that what, the... that's what that's what I'm talking about. It's literally okay. alternative title, Scooby Doo Blair Witch Project. Okay, so it's on here. Congratulations, Shinji. Yeah. I'll add it to next year's list. Wow, How's that it sound? definitely won't be on Letterboxd by next year. Well, then then there's no point. Exactly. There is In no, anything. There's, there's no point. Much like this podcast. Much like this podcast. Where we bring you the news once a week. The news. <laughs> yeah. How cold are our, you? Our voices can be heard. On the internet? Correct. RJ, it's yeah. pretty chilly outside, but not as cold as it will be next week. I, I don't mind the cold. I just... Uh, the roads. The, the ice. The ice storms. The roads, Jarrett. The roads. It turns out when it's been like the whole day before, raining, 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 and drizzling, and then suddenly yeah. it actually snows on top of it. It's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. How many uh, disasters did you avert today? Uh, several. N- uh, unknown at this point. Yeah. Unknown. Were you slipping and sliding out there? Nope, I was nope. fine. Yeah. But you got some uh, got, winter I, tires on? I, no, just like all season ones. Okay. There. The, the, uh, you know what? 
the has led me uh, has served me well over mm-hmm. the years is driving for the conditions. Uh, it turns out you don't need winter tires potentially if you just drive a little slower. I mean, it depends on your vehicle. Depends on your ability as a driver. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what if you were driving a smart car? <laughs> smart, do you think you a, wouldn't be able to a, a smart car? Yeah, if you were driving one of those smart cars right now, do you think you'd be in good shape? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Okay. Why not? Okay. Drive for well. the conditions. That'll help. It'll help a lot, I think. Unless you are like going upward, maybe you might, you might need yeah. some appropriate tires in, in some uh, real extreme conditions. Oh, I I I can't wait to hear what the the, the creepers out there think about Jared Duncan, man above the road. Man, man above law. Above the weather. <laughs> He said, "Weather." No, I, I hate. I hate this weather. I, I don't. I'm not a fan of it. But I know. But you've never slipped in your vehicle. Oh, like... absolutely. Everyone oh, okay. does eventually. But I don't think winter tires gives you immunity to. The, no, to it physics. doesn't. So I don't know. Yeah. I've never had winter tires, ever, before. Yeah. So I don't know. I've driven like rental cars that I think had them, and yeah. I, I didn't really tell. Couldn't tell the difference. But maybe they didn't actually have winter tires. I've only ever had all seasons too, but. The new vehicle I'm driving came with winter tires, and they're like studded. They have like metal studs in them, kind of. Okay. Well, I mean, that's a that's a different story. Yeah, it ha- I, it definitely helped. It was way well, better, but yeah, I was still if, sliding. If you've got metal studs in your wheels. I would assume that there, there better be a fucking difference. Yeah, it was definitely it was way better, but I did hit a couple ice patches where I still was like. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you're driving a truck. Well, that's well, so well, yeah, so you, light in the back. Well, you gotta put some. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Fertilizer. I, put some fertilizer back there i that, had the other tires back there i left the tires in there i thought that would weigh it down not really not really yeah i'll just fill it with sand <laughs> find a, i don't know find a corpulent man and just, just hang out back there when you need him oh do you know any uh you hear about a guy named shitty bill uh i i don't i don't know i don't know we're out of october now That's does true. he exist beyond space and time Oh, son of a bitch. Another email just showed up. Fuck. Well, let's get to it then. Because yeah. I know Jared is really dying to talk about some A24 picks today. We got movies to talk about, mm-hmm. ladies and germs. So, Allegedly. Uh, yeah, we're going to cut the the chit-chat down a little bit. We got some emails to talk about. It's been, okay. a, it's been a little while. We got one okay. that's been sitting, uh, waiting since October 19th. Just RJ, brewing. From one Actium Jackson Maximus. Holy shit. Yeah, I think he wrote like the day after we recorded the last uh, Criterion Creeps. Damn. An email titled Creeptober 2022. Feels mm-hmm. just like two days ago. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Creeps. Hope your Creeptober is going well. At the mm-hmm. time of writing, I haven't been able to get through the last episode all the way yet. In my watches in the month, though, I do have one suggestion for six months from now. Ooh. How does Mavid uh, Decatao sound best? <laughs> Actium Jackson Maximus. How does that sound to you, RJ? Could you elaborate on what you mean by that? You know about David? David? Yeah, you know David Dakota. Dakota. Oh, Dakota. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. He fits the bill. He does. I think that, that would be one of our least listened to episodes, probably. S- somehow. Somehow. No. Yeah. Even lower than, what's that one? What's, the, what's that low, low one? All of them. All of them? Oh, okay. Yeah, is it is it Star Trek? Pro- probably one of those ones. Yeah, did I talk about Voyager on this sh- podcast? Yeah, I did. 
You did. Probably the Voyager one. Yeah. No, Voyager has its champions for some reason. Yeah. Anyways, I'm open to it. If we do a May ever again. If. It's an if. If. Yeah. Well. Wow. Big old if. That was short and sweet. How about from yeah. Keegan Day? Oh. With an email entitled Ghoul Graduate. Who? Hey, creeps. Fun month is over. I really got into it more than mm. I thought I would with 71 features and not just a bunch of little universals or Corman's. A few of them were quite long. My Ooh. best first watches were Someone's Watching Me, Dead of Night, and Messiah of Evil. Mm-hmm. And I very strongly recommend not watching BTK from 2008. It was embarrassing. I think you've seen that, no? Uh, I don't know if I have. And I've watched a lot of these stupid uh, serial killer boom movies. But what do you mean by stupid? There's some pretty dumb ones. Oh, okay. Well, so this is the one directed by Michael Pfeiffer. Nope, never seen it. Oh, okay. We'll add it to the list for next year. Because <laughs> that sounded like <laughs> that, a recommendation. That sounded like a recommendation. Yeah. Um, the only problem with all of this is that I was planning to, on watching my favorite movie, Blast Fighter, as my 400th mm. movie of this year. But no, I went past it. So I thought, okay, I'll save it for 420, the meme number. But no, I passed that too right at the end. Do you guys yeah. ever or have ever tried to line up a rewatch or a favorite with a number like that? Or am I just being weird? I uh, I did try to do that once or twice. Like whenever I passed, uh, I don't know, when I when I passed like 3,000 or 4,000 or something like that, I did. But then I realized now that I have no idea what it was I watched. So well, it's... Yeah, the, and then also like when they take stuff off. Yeah, of your, see, that's the kick uh, in the box. pants. Yeah, so it ruins everything, right? Yeah. So I did at one point, but now I realize uh, nothing matters. Nothing matters. What's this list you just sent me? This is Keegan's list. Thirty-one uh, days. Any any thoughts on this, RJ? Okay, let's see. Uh, this is what he did watch. Yeah. I. We'll have a look. Let's see. We got uh, Vampire Hunter D. That's cool. We got uh, Split. That's one of Jarrett's favorite films. It's Amer- uh, America's Sweetheart. Split. America's, yeah. Uh, Warlock. That's pretty cool. Um, Pumpkinhead. Ooh, who doesn't like Pumpkinhead? Am I right? Quite on. Ooh. <laughs> I wouldn't. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. He did, so it, it's, it's moot, but yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, there's good stuff in here. There's good stuff in here. He watched Day Shit. That was a mistake, probably. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, you finished it off with some vamp- Vampiros Lesbos, keeping it classy for the end, I guess. Eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cinema. And and she killed in ecstasy. Two Francos. Two Francos. And a diabolical Dr. Z, which is also a, a good one. Do you think Jess Franco was ever like, my name is Jess? Well, like, it's more... Sp- <laughs> I don't know. What does is, what is a Spaniard sound like, RJ? He, he talked like it is. He say, my name is Jess. And I say, your name is Jess? And he said, my name is Jess. Still still Italian. Still Italian. He said, I Jess a Frank. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think the answer is, yeah, I think at one point, everyone gets like, oh, this will be my 5,000th movie. But then they suddenly take away wrestling pay-per-views on Letterboxd. And then you're like, oh, yeah. there goes 100 films. <laughs> gone. And it's like Just gone. starting from scratch. Yep. See, that's the annoying thing. So it is kind of like one day Scooby-Doo Blair Witch is on there. One day it's not. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Don't even try, I guess. 
I saw or someone, do it. But... I saw someone on Twitter trying to be funny, saying, "Don't uh, any no one tell uh, Elon Musk that Letterboxd boxed exists." He won't do anything. It doesn't matter. No. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Elon Musk isn't that cool. No. Or like important, you know? Like no. I know, I know he, everyone he does, else is he, he does have, realizing that now. He, he does have billions of dollars. But... Well, he's got those, that diamond money, right? Isn't that where it all came from? <laughs> from Pep Pep. Well, I, 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 mean, I think a lot of the, the new money is uh, that PayPal payout he got. Yeah, there's that. But I mean, his initial startup stuff was all from uh, those diamonds. I had heard once. Yeah. I had heard, at least. <laughs> Blood-soaked diamonds. Uh, more or less, I guess. Mm. I can't say specifically for myself, but right. that is what I have been told. What? I don't know. That's what the internet told me. I showed a guy I work with a picture from the internet the other day, uh, and he was, like, he was like, where did you find that? And I was like, the internet. And he was like, oh, wow. And he was like, but where? And I was like, from the internet. Like the internet showed it to me. The internet. I didn't. I, I didn't look this out. I didn't search for it. The internet showed me, and I was like, "Is this hard to understand?" <laughs> you ever feel like that, Jared? Uh, about the internet? Yeah. Well, if you if you ask someone where you got they or where they found something and they told you the internet, would you just accept that, or would you ask more questions? Um, I would just look it up myself on the internet. Oh, okay. You wouldn't even bother, like. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. It's like when uh, on Wednesdays I, I do this podcast with this one guy. Sometimes he just like offers up interpretations of things based on headlines alone, and I go along with it. And then a couple hours later, after we wrap up the podcast, mm-hmm. I, I look into it. And I go, "What the fuck is completely wrong?" <laughs> people don't. Uh, people don't verify Jarrett. You know, people only read headlines. You yeah. know this, yeah. right? So, yeah. Some people don't have blue check marks floating beside them. Pretty soon, I will. Yeah. Eight bucks, man. You heard it here first. It's so memeable. It's almost intentional. I know. I know. What, yeah. what are you? What are you going to do once you get verified? I'm not. I'm. I'm going to continue to like not use Twitter really. Are you going to Truth Social? Who says I'm not already? Oh, are you? Um. Never mind. I can't say that. We'll Justin Peterson. Trouble. We'll get in trouble. Yeah. With an email entitled "So would you have rather it been the Greasy Strangler?" For what? I don't know. Hey, Jaron oh. RJ. Happy Creeptober Hangover? Question mark. Mm-hmm. So, are you guys trying to cram more horror movies in, or do you draw the line once you get to November? Oh, I'm done. the line is drawn. I'm done. <laughs> I stopped yeah. at eleven thirty uh, on Halloween night. And I was like, I'm, I've had my full fill of this. Like, mm-hmm. some of those last couple movies really stunk out the place. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. I mean, that happens when you do it the way you do. You know, mm-hmm. when you just hit mass quantities. Mass. Mass. Quarter mass. Quarter mass. Yeah. Yeah. I have will be checking out the Dawn of the Dead remake. Dial mm-hmm. in for murder. Autopsy of Jane Doe. Uh, phenomena and Bride mm-hmm. of Frankenstein before moving back to my normal rotation. Mm-hmm. Came across an interesting video from GQ today of famous people debating about great directors. So, where do you stand on Altman versus Kubrick, RJ? Oh, Altman, that's Alt- not a question. <laughs> Altman is hit or miss for me, but I should watch Ooh. more of his stuff. And then you got Kubrick, and my hot take there is I like his post-1963 movies way more than those early ones. 
Is that uh, a I like his early kick? Like, I, I, mean, I mean, he got where, better. Where's Paz of Glory fall on that spectrum? Because that movie pretty is high. pretty fucking great. So that that would be about the one I'd go, what? <laughs> I think The Killing is really good, too. They're, I mean, is decent. Like, I, I would say, like, it's not like he... Like his later ones, he he got better. Where a lot of people start with their best and then get worse, but he just got better. But I still think his early ones are still really good. Yeah, Paz of Glory, The Killing. I so, watch those movies yeah, any okay. day. Just seeing, yeah, basically, I guess he says it's like Doctor Strange Love Plus. Um, so, hmm. I mean, yeah, those his like short films are nothing to write home about. Killer's Kiss and The Killing are, I think. <clears throat> fine, they're fine yeah, movies. But I mean, yeah, I think the killing is good. Uh, Paz Glory is uh, is an all time banger. Yep. Uh, Spartacus, Spartacus is good. Uh, yeah, Spartacus is good. L- Lolita, I've only ever watched once, and it's like, yeah. But yeah, I think Paz yeah. Glory is the the hole in that particular uh, argument mm-hmm. about demarcating a magical line in time. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you demarcate your lines? <laughs> uh, to be determined. Oh, okay. and what about okay. Altman? I mean, I think Altman is fine. Yeah, I mean, I think the 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 Kubrick run is uh, it's it's a pretty far more impressive. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. two thousand and one by itself is kind of worth more than like most people's yeah. entire filmographies, uh, just like on a pure like technical exercise level. And then mm-hmm. every every single one of his movies, I mean. Let's see here. What have I, I haven't watched a lot of these for a long time, but uh, let's see here. I think Doctor Strange Loves like very good. Two thousand one, you know, Clockwork Orange, Barry Lyndon, which is like yeah. the movie that I think everybody sleeps on because nobody watches it because it looks boring. And then you watch it, mm-hmm. then you go, "Oh, this movie's incredible." It's got the all-time best spine punch, despite despite the title it's being called Barry. It's moving yeah. with the title Barry. Now there's a TV show called Barry. That's good too. That's good too. Uh, yeah, and then you have the Shining. I think Full Metal Jacket is kind of overrated. Mm-hmm. Um, the first, the first half's real great though, as I think most people often would say. And I like Eyes Wide Shut. It's yeah. been a long time since I've seen it, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I like Cuba. And Altman, I don't know. Uh, I think some, some of his he's, he's, directed, he's directed some of my favorite movies too, like so. Shortcuts. No, I like it, but yeah. Let's see here. What do I really like about the Alt Man? Good, but yeah, long good, long goodbye, and um, yeah. California Split are real good. The bee's knees. Yeah, but you're also a really big fan of uh, shortcuts, right? <laughs> and Tanner eighty eight. <laughs> Eight hours of political discourse. Who who could resist skewering? Skewering satire. Yeah, I, I don't think that Altman has anything on Kubrick, but no, I, I don't think so. I, I, I don't even think they're in the, yeah, other than they're a cat. They're, they're both big directors, but I think Kubrick, uh, yeah, I don't know. They're so different. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, Creepsville's finest eats ever been to street side eatery. Oh yes. Past the saddle oh, on yes. the menu is unique. It might be worth a try. The fritters and garlic ribs sound good. The Bumpus Burger, RJ. You know about the bump, the Bumpus. Do I know about the Bumpus? Yeah. I, uh, I don't know about the Bumpus. That's the Bumpus Burger. The kids um, will have the Foghorn Leghorn special. Score Bar Cheesecake. What's that? <laughs> score. Oh, I've had Score Bar Cheesecake. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If, is that not a? 
U.S. thing? Score oh, bar? Scores? No, they don't have score bars. Oh, yeah. What would you? What, how would you describe a score? It's. I love. I love score bars. Fuck, score is really hard. It's kind of like um. It's literally just like a hard it's like a brittle. It's like hard caramel and just coated yeah. in like a thin layer of chocolate, but delicious. Yeah, it's like a hard caramel brittle, but coated I, in chocolate. See, brittle though is crumbly though. Yeah, it's yeah, brittle. this is this this, this stuff is, is hard. hard. Yeah, like yeah, it this is, is hard. Yeah. It's hard. It's oh. it's hard. Yeah, I don't think they have scores down there. Scores are really good though. Yeah, scores, scores you ever put awesome. a score, you ever put a score, score in the freezer? How about a score blizzard, RJ? No, uh, see I don't yeah. I don't I don't fuck with the refrigerated chocolate bars. I know that some people do. No, the freezer. Sorry, f- freezer or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't care about that. I don't want so, my I don't want chilled chocolate. Caramelks are really good frozen. I, oh my god, you you and uh, so many people, Dylan, yeah. Dylan and his Kit Kats. What about uh, Cadbury cream eggs? Uh, I don't freeze. No, the, I only freeze. <laughs> I freeze caramelks and Crispy Crunches, and I've frozen scores, and that's pretty good. But that's it. Oh, no, um, no, I don't eat crad, uh, Cadbury cream eggs. Just normal. Those things are weird, man. <laughs> They're delicious. Are you a cream egg man? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just but, straight swap but, in the. But okay. there is a huge difference now between the the ones that we now have in North America and the British yeah. ones. The British mm. ones are what we used to have here. Yeah. They're so much better. The like ones that, what's different? Sweeter. Uh, this, yeah, the sugar. Uh, the, the the North American ones are so sweet. They're actually kind of gross now. Like now that I've, you know, uh, had the British version. Mm-hmm. And it's like, holy shit! This is what I grew up on. This is what I loved, and they've yeah. completely moved away from that. Just... Do you think? Do you think it was Trudeau? I didn't want to say it. He's got a oh. he's got a lot to answer for. And Trudeau's Canada Cadbury cream eggs have been yeah. depreciated. Oh, I think this might have been uh, Harper era changes, though. Damn! Damn! Yeah. yeah. Holy shit! How am I going to eat all this food? Bottoms up. What do you get, RJ, at the street side eatery? <laughs> I like that there's an item on here that is just one piece beer battered fish. One. It's just a single piece. Uh, I've eaten at street side a couple bit, uh, a couple times. Their food is fine, but uh, usually if I'm eating there, I'm just picking up like dessert or something. Getting those cheesecakes. Yeah. Those pies. Which, yeah, which is kind of like uh, what Mocha Cabana was, but that's, that's no, not. Look how that wound up. Oh, yeah, well, it is on this podcast. If street side yeah. closes in the next uh, month or two, we'll know why. Yeah. Thanks, um, JP. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, just uh, just some cheesecake for me. Yeah. But not the coconut cream pie, because it is sold out, brother. Yep. Sold it's out. It's always gone. Yeah. Yeah. RJ, whatever yeah. happened to talking about hot abs on the show? I've been hitting the gym much harder recently and finally seeing some decent gains. So what is the root of your enjoyment over watching sweaty muscles? Would you rather not watch some more Stan Brackage? Uh, I mean, who doesn't like hot abs? Male, female, they... If they got abs what, on what, them... What about on like a, on a kitty? Hot abs on a kitty? No, I'm talking about like humans. Okay. I think humans uh, look good with abs. I don't think other animals would. <laughs> like a gorilla with a six-pack would look ridiculous. Do you know what I mean? Some, some do. Sure. Well, I mean, gor- gorillas are like, I think most gorillas are like kind of pot belly. 
because they just well, sit around the, and eat the, leaves the, all day. Well, that's like most humans also, RJ, are pot-bellied. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and but, eat, eat leaves all day. Gorillas don't have open access to, like, Burger King, though. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that, that they did? Can you imagine? I can. I can. That's a... Uh, that's the Canada I want to live in. Yeah. The one that was promised when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Hot abs are cool. Yeah, I, uh, I haven't watched any movies with particularly hot abs recently, I don't mm-hmm. think. No. Not really. I don't think I watched any criteria, or, uh, movies this October with any hot abs. <sighs> Disappointing. Yeah, it is. It is. Goat movie question of the week. So what are Zack Snyder's best movies? Dawn of the Dead was nowhere near as good as I remembered, and I should dust off 300 soon. Uh, my, my response is <laughs> file not found. I mean, it's Batman v Superman, the the Rage edition. Not Watchmen, That's... RJ? Watchmen's pretty good. I actually like Watchmen. I know you do. Yeah. I think I think people are too like weird about that. Alan Moore hates all of it, so don't worry about him. You're not going to hurt his feelings. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he was going on a riff on the TV show last week or something. But it was like on a TV show about the Watchmen TV show. He was oh. ripping on that. But and like it was like all over everything. I was like, do you guys well, because like, the news? Did you not inter- think? Yeah, he's been saying this for decades. Yeah, he's been on about like the shit that he doesn't care about for a long time. But it seems like it's always yeah. it's always like new to somebody out there, and they go, oh, what a what a fucking prick. And then, yeah, and then it's on every single thing, like yeah. multiple websites. And I'm like, this isn't news. Everybody knows this. Yeah. Watchmen's good. BVS Rage Edition's pretty good. I I actually like that Dawn of the Dead as well, but I haven't watched it in a long, a long time. So yeah, I, I'm not sure. I, I liked it in theater, and then I remember watching it on DVD, and yeah. I think it was the director's cut, and mm. it was terrible. Well, stinky? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not great. I would be uh, surprised if you liked it still at this point yeah. on a rewatch. Yeah. Maybe I'll watch it one October. Yeah. Not this. Not this year though. One last question. So, yeah. what sneaker brand is currently your go-to, and which ones would you never get? Pumas for my, are, are my go-to, and a hard pass on Asics. Ace Asics. Asics. Ace A S I C S. Asics. E6? I don't know. I, I don't think I don't think it's a brand we have. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that one. Um, yeah. I don't wear sneakers, so Jared only wears open-toed sandals. Mm-hmm. If anyone ever wants to get Jared a gift, get him some open-toed sandals. Flip-flops. Some flip-flops. Uh, I know Sugarhead's a big Dunks guy. He wears the Dunks a lot. Um, I just I I've been buying the same sneakers for like six years. And I walk through them once a year, and then I buy a new pair. I, I just get low-cut low Converse chucks because uh, they're good for my feet because my feet are kind of wide. And so they the canvas, you know, kind of gives them a little bit of a stretch. But because they're so flat, I walk through them pretty quick. But those are my sneakers. Sneakers? Those are the only ones I buy. Thanks for the time, gents. And may the creep never die. Best sure. from Big Gains boy, Jay Money oh. Peterson. Send Jared a picture of your abs. There you go. Yeah. Post it, Jer- post it on the yeah, Discord. Po- yes. Yes. That'll get Robbie Eagle on the Discord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If uh, pe- Justin Peterson, just post those abs, baby. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, 
Finally, mm-hmm. we got Sam Sanchez. Oh no! With an email entitled "At the Buzzer." Mm. <laughs> what did he do? <laughs> uh, what <Okay>. now? <laughs> uh, that gets good. <laughs> hey, Fox. Okay. <laughs> just just a couple things to chime in about. Okay. Uh, like that, how familiar we'll all become now. Yeah. Yeah. First, well done with your ghoul school commitment. Even RJ did semi decently. It's true. RJ mm-hmm. completely blew previous records out of the water. Yeah. Um, and it, it, I think I feel like I am partly responsible for this achievement, though. I think I I pushed you above and beyond. I, I can I can safely say that in no way oh. are you responsible for, responsible for this at all. Absolutely, without a doubt, I am. If anything, solely responsible to spite you more. <laughs> next year, me. I might just watch one movie. Well, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised though. Yeah, that's I'll watch like, a that's, single one. You'll watch one movie. That's fine. Yep, that's true. Yep. I I will. Second. Uh huh. Uh, have either of you seen the newish letterbox upgrade, at least for patrons? I was always just a pro user. However, I noticed patrons now have the ability to change the Sam, come on. Just Sam, do you not listen to this podcast? Sam, you don't listen to the podcast. Yeah. Come on. You know, this has been going around a lot. You know, people aren't listening to the podcast, and then they ask a question two weeks in a row. That's right. Look at or... it. Wasting, wasting precious time asking things that we, we know. To yeah. change the post for each title. So anything I log mm-hmm. or list I make, I can go through and change the poster and everyone should see it as such. At least while on my page, I'm digging it so far. But see, I don't want to pay them more money than needed. I don't know. I, uh, <clears throat> I agree. I agree. I don't I don't like some of the posters I have, but at the end of well, the day. Well, see, this is the thing. Now, we're, now I'm getting more bad posters. Yeah, I I saw that too. Like, what, why are, isn't it going to the def? There should be it should be the default unless. But now they're like giving you horrendous options that are defaults, and they're like, <laughs> if you want a poster that's like even remotely uh, a pleasing, you have to now pay yeah. us. It's like this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not here for that. Yeah, this is this is great for patrons for people who are already paying for it because I guess you were paying for it anyway. But I'm a pro, and I completely forgot that i apparently set it to like regularly update so one day i think while we were recording i suddenly got a notification that your payment to letterbox went through i'm like what the fuck uh yeah they got me good they got you they got me yeah son of a bitch yeah so now if i wanted to upgrade so i can uh have decent posters i don't know am i going to go that far i thought about it but then i go no i i'm gonna go back to watching one movie a week for the next uh, 48 weeks. 40 years? Yeah. yeah. I will not be doing that, but... Fine. No one expected that. Yeah. Yeah. No. But, I mean, the internet... It should... It costs them no money to do this, but they're charging for it anyway. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But you can uh, hashtag horror in your profile, and your, and your letterbox will run blood still. Always, baby. Always. I got the little drip. I know. Yeah. I got a little drip. Yeah. You don't got a little drip? Lastly, hmm. 
Shudder has done their top 101 scariest horror movie moments of all time show they just finished up. I actually kind of dig these types of things, even though it's always stuff mm-hmm. everyone has seen, and often it's some questionable stuff. This definitely had some questionable stuff. Firstly, I had a problem with ha- uh, Haunting of Hill House and Twin Peaks The Return, Episode 8, making the list of horror movie moments. Also, mm-hmm. it looks like it made too much a conscious effort to include some new stuff on there, taking up valuable real estate. I tallied 22 movies mm-hmm. from the 2010s and 2020s, including stuff like Autopsy of Jane Doe, The Night yeah. House. The Night House just came out. Yeah. Doctor's, yeah, that shouldn't be on there. Doctor Asleep. And The Invisible Man. I mean, I, I do agree. Like, nothing in the last 10 years should be on there. Because that's like when Heredity came out, and they're like, it's the best horror movie ever made. And you're like, is it? Well, that was until Midsommar came out. And then Midsommar came out, and it was the best horror movie ever made. What's the next best horror movie that was made then? Uh, that next Ari Aster's not out yet. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, well, uh, Get Out was the best horror movie ever made. And then uh, Us was the best horror movie ever made. Mm-hmm. And then I think Nope is actually the best horror movie ever made now. Oh, damn. Well, it's between Nope and Midsommar. Right. Yeah. So that's pretty cool, I think. Nice. Um, let's see here. At, at times it seems they confused good slash entertaining movie for scary moments. While I mm. like Train to Busan, having it in the top ten was pretty ridiculous. I but we can all that. be happy that friend of the show, Bagul, made it all the way to number eight, right behind The Exorcist. Ah, I'm glad that Bagul is represented. Which, yeah. which RJ, if you recall, has discussed on the show many years ago that uh, uh, Sinister was proven scientifically the scariest movie, Evar. Evar? Evar. Yeah, I, I do remember that, but I, I think there was a bias in their sampling. I don't think it was a wide enough sample that they took of people. Because who did they show that movie to? Babies. Yeah. <laughs> babies. Little babies. <laughs> Well, babies. Yeah, so I, I, I have issues with that. Sam has supplied us with the uh, letterbox list of these things. Mm. And I think that... I'm not sure if they're in reverse order. I don't know if they're... Was there an order? There was an order. They were ordered from uh, 101 to 1. No. With the... Yeah. No. Okay, I have by release date. Let's see here. List order. I got it. What was fucking me up is my thing was basing it on uh, the order of release. Uh, okay, so yeah, Texas Chainsaw is real good. Um, oh, look, Hereditary. I So I think, yeah, I think Texas Chainsaw was number one. I think it was Joe Bob who actually presented that. And I think it's uh, it's the ending of Texas Chainsaw. Okay. So Hereditary's number three, hey? Yep. Scary. What, what part of Heredity? Because they were talking about, like, individual scenes. Like, not like movies as a whole but it was like individual scenes from movies Maybe it was the part when someone like turned and smiled and they held it for like 30 seconds and then not I, just and then i shit my pants in terror that's pretty good though i do like shit and pants stuff mm-hmm. final destination 2 hey no see scary. i like a list that said what the movie or what moments these were yeah you know what i mean Hey, don't breathe. Salem's lot. I mean, you get to the bottom of the list. I mean, like, okay, seriously, yeah. on this list, though, it's like 
Mulholland Drive should be way higher up than like. Is, is it the homeless man scene? Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. That was like because it's because you're not expecting it, and yeah. yeah, it's way. Like, what is even like? Yeah. What the fuck? Mm. Are you saying that Mulholland Drive? Ha- Haunting of Hill House. Is there like? Is there yeah. spooky stuff in there? I guess there's like. There's some. The the weight elevator. Uh, the weight elevator. Yep. It? Yeah. But. Eh. I mean, a quiet place is on here. That movie stinks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I thought. But it hey, ter- terrifier or not terrifier? Um, terrified. I see. I saw that. Yeah. Terrifier could be on this list too. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like that that was available for stream on something called Screambox in the U.S. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't have a Screambox subscription? Well, not not me, because I don't live in that country. You don't have Screambox? Dude, okay. everybody has Screambox. No. Yeah, that's just embarrassing for you, I think. Bye, boys. It's time for Noir Vember. Nope, not for me. <laughs> Should I say, thanks, fuck. Thanks, fuckhead. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, is that is that worse than fuck? Yeah. Adding a head to it? Yeah, it's it's very violent. It heads like a mm-hmm. I feel like a, a nice term, I, right? I feel a pole coming on. Head, head is a nice thing. Like remember how you always saying like you're you're like an art head mm. if you're into art, you know yeah. what I mean? So he's a fuckhead because he's into fuck. He's into fuck, I see. That's, Do you know what I mean? He's very tortured. Very good. Why? Well, That's hey, true. RJ, it's uh, yeah. welcome back emails. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. But okay. we have some unresolved business, RJ. Okay. We got, we have a because we wrapped up Google School a full five days before the, what was it, four, six days before the end of the month? Yes, we did. Uh, we, we probably did a little bit more creeping. So I don't know. Yes, this, this is kind of like an addendum to Google School. Yeah. I mean, we, we don't have to talk about everything. We can just talk we about could. the could talk about everything i mean we could be here for four hours talking you, you might be here for four hours oh, you'll, be, you'll be here too in two hours and 20 minutes i'm probably logging off yeah so. that's fine <laughs> but you know you can continue to talk okay you can well why don't you tell me about a movie Jarrett? well how about the film i two films i watched after we recorded last week okay uh, remember sleep stalker yeah yeah, it sounded good. It sounded good, right? Uh, so this is about Odo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know about remember Odo from Deep Space Nine? Oh, I know Odo. Yeah, I know that, Odo. That's what this is about. Uh, yeah, this movie is mm. not good. Uh, it, it is that mm. they're trying to capture Freddy energy. Yeah. And, and uh, they don't hit it? No, they don't. Uh, Cuddy from Sons of Anarchy is in this. He plays a cop. Remember Cuddy? Uh, I only watched one season of Sons of Anarchy. Really? Yep. Oh, yep. The first, there's one season that's really good. And I mean, then, I've heard. And then they go to Ireland, and then it's uh, not so good. Yeah, I I don't know. The I'm end sure actually like some of the it. end of that season is extremely satisfying. Hmm. Yeah. So that's a Jarrett recommend. Hey? Sure. I w- I would say uh, if you have like nothing else better to do and lower your standards, uh, Sons mm-hmm. of Anarchy is worth watching. Yeah. yeah, more so than if you want, like d- dumb discovery, dumb care. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Don't watch, don't watch that shit. Don't watch new Star Trek. Oh well, you, it's coming. I bet it is, but it's, it's coming. Like, come on, you could watch. You could find out about I don't know, 
Claude and Ginny and people hugging in hospitals every episode, people's hands getting mangled. So the only so I actually I actually really enjoyed the first season and I was gonna watch more, but uh, it was like three or four seasons in or something like that. And one time Andy and I were at my uh, brother's house or something and it was just plain and it was a scene where like a guy was getting raped in a jail cell and then they were like wiping his blood on the walls or something yep. and that was the only thing Andrea ever saw from it and so I was always like do you want to watch Sons of Anarchy and she was like that rape movie with like all the blood and she was like no and I was like I can't I was like I can't really blame you that was kind of gross mm-hmm. yeah and it was like right after that too a guy like sat down he's like this guy's gonna come in here every day and rape you for the rest of your life and I was like okay yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe i'll give it a shot but maybe, we'll, <laughs> maybe i'll give it a shot we we need to make a discord poll okay but you you and i throughout the course of tonight have to think very clearly of what should be on there new trek sons of anarchy mm-hmm. and maybe we have one third option that we haven't well, decided yet i'm sure there's like way better things than either of those like as I, I think sons of anarchy there's a point where there's it's pointless to keep watching mm. and you'll feel obligated but i'll be i would be like no rj don't do it yeah, but once you get me started, Jer, once well, you, what's that song? I, I think you should watch the uh, other show created by half of the team of Sons of Anarchy, and that's The Shield. Uh, Shield's not available on anything. Uh, maybe it is We've now. We've been over this. It changes every week. Sons of Anarchy is on Disney+. Plus. Uh, let's see if The Shield <laughs> yeah. is on. They're going to rape you every day. Show. I I swear if if I do watch that show I'll screenshot that to you because I know people are like that's not true. The Shield is only on FX now, uh, so uh, that's not happening. That's horseshit. I, I would gladly watch The Shield if it was available to me. Mm. Gladly. You could you could figure it out. I can't find a I'm way. I'm a baby. Find a way. So you liked Sleep Stalker, hey? No, um, it was fine to have on again background cinema but sure. uh sure. yeah there's like some real questionable cgi it's trying to be wishmaster and it's this guy who probably right. but it's got some real 1995-ness to it where it's like that look that a, a young man apparently did have in 1995 but it's only in movies and tv shows that you would ever actually see it mm-hmm. it's worth worth it for that alone that's the price of admission oh and i think this is the one that's got like the also uh bell bell or Belich from um, Bill Belichick. Belich, no, not Bel- yeah, the no. New England Patriots. Belich, uh, you watch Prison Break, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you know oh, Bel- uh, the, the one guard, uh, the bald guy. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. He, he's in Sleep Soccer. He shows up. See, uh, I, I would maybe like to rewatch Prison Break too. That wouldn't be. Bad. Or sorry, or is he? No, maybe he's on Sleep Soccer. No, he's in Candyman: Day of the Dead. So there you go. Ah, okay. you, can, you can watch that as well. You, you uh, want to see like a, you want to see a complete divergence from uh, the Clive Barker material, and it is so bad. It's so and it's oh by the way, same director, uh, Turi Meyer directed Sleep Soccer and Candyman Three. I think uh, I mean that's interesting, but I think I've already seen a complete uh, divert from uh, the Clive Barker. Well, uh, you, you want to talk about Candyman? <laughs> yeah, we twenty twenty one. I was more talking about his other franchise, but uh, my the, the diversion I've seen. But uh, yeah, we can talk about Candyman. Yeah, yeah. So you, you, think you, Candyman? you watch Candyman. I watch Candyman. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've seen some people down on this. I've also seen yep. some people high on this. 
I'm right uh, maybe in the middle, yeah. maybe on the lower side of it, yeah. because I don't know. It doesn't like leave off in a way that's satisfying. Whereas, like, I it's like I think that the the original Candyman movie, um, which is a movie that every time I've watched it, my esteem for it has only grown. Like, I think that movie is so good. It's the, really good, and it has like probably one of the best horror soundtracks of all time because it's Phil mm-hmm. Glass, and it's a super. And I kept wanting it to be there. This Candyman does not have that going for it. I think you get a little bit of like I don't know quotation of the of the tune. Uh, in at the very end, but um, yeah, you get the one guy sings one lyric from it or something. That lyric? No, it's like the intro, and when the guy's like chasing that girl through like the church tunnel or what, whatever happens in that scene, he sing he sings like a lyric. Yeah, I mean, so it's been only like I don't know a week since I watched this, and it's fading. It's faded. It didn't yeah. leave much of an impression. It's not terrible. It it looks good. I like uh, I like what they tried to do with it, like how they tried to modernize this story. It doesn't totally land, I think, in a few different ways. I think one of the worst things is um, that one guy has the worst character origin ever, where he's like, when I was a little boy in a laundromat, I saw the candy man, and they came in, they beat him to death. And he's like, so naturally... I opened up this laundromat here, you see. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he doesn't actually say that, but it's, it's you got to read between the panels, Jared, because he had a traumatic incident in a laundromat, and then he goes to ma- be a manager of a laundromat. And I was like, this is weird. But anyways, uh, it looks good. It's got some nice, like some good ideas, like I said, for modernizing it. But I don't know. There is something that when you're watching, you're just kind of like, eh. You're like something's off here. I don't know what it is. Yeah, there's um. If you want to watch a companion piece to Candyman, uh, there's this one. One of the shorts uh from mm-hmm. Dust, uh, the sci-fi shorts. There's this one called King Ripple, mm-hmm. which is kind of I don't know. I've fallen to the I don't know what you'd call it, the black man's revenge genre, but like super. Okay. Like, it's about like it's like more of like a Kira ish though in some ways. Uh, it stars uh, Lakeith Stanfield. Oh yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. He's in. It. He's in it for a moment, but it's not. It's right in this kind of like. Eh, it doesn't really go anywhere. There's no big payoff to it, but it feels like a Vertigo comic. Yeah, don't they all? Don't they all? At this part of the month, when you're no. when you're about three quarters of the way through, don't aren't you like these are all either Vertigo comics or uh, what's the other one that you always talk about? What was Cross published on? Avatar. Avatar. Well, I've got yeah. I've, I've got a Cross movie to talk about. I know. I saw you watch that. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Candyman. Not much to say about it, but mm. I mean, it's, it's not. It's, it's definitely no Candyman Day of the Dead, which is mm. unbelievably bad. This new yeah. Candyman. I think there's a reason why why no one really talks about it already. It kind of. It didn't leave well, much. How, of an how impression. new are you talking? Like, when was this made? In the 90s? No, I'm talking about the new Candyman again. Oh, the new Candyman. Yeah. It, it's, it just kind of dropped dead. off. And it's like, oh, yeah. I don't think that was their plan. I think they were hoping it was going to be, like, something. But I don't I, I don't see it going anywhere. No. Uh, are you familiar with Karis Hell, RJ? Like Karis Hell? But Karis yeah. Hell. Hell. Yeah. I think the name 
needs some work. There's some, just pretty there's sweet. Something, something tink, to need to tinker there. The tagline: "Step right up and die." I, I don't mind that. Duke hates his job. He has to let kids climb on his back and ride him for hours every single day. But one brat finally pushed him too far. Duke has broken free of his ride and is on a bloody rampage of revenge. He's going to murder that kid and anyone that gets in his way. See, when you say it like that, it sounds pretty cool. Yeah, so wait, it's a carousel horse that comes to life? Correct. That sounds cool. Yeah, yeah he, I like that. He breaks off, and it is literally a carousel horse that uh, talks without moving its mouth. And it's just always, and he calls everyone bitch. It's very Freddy Krueger. Uh, and he stabs people and tramples them. Uh, and uh, people are always like, hey, man, what's this carousel horse doing here? I'm here to serve out justice, bitch. And just stabs people, violates them. There's some pretty uh, questionable uh, demises in this. This is complete garbage it is so cheap Aww. it is it is so cheap uh the, the it's this is like clearly people just fucking about the, the, yeah. I, I really don't like this sense of humor on display here like this this could be good i think in the right hands but for my taste it's like oh man this is real lame it sounds really cool though you it, know what I, mean? I know i know it what sounds you mean. really that's, cool that's, that's why i checked it out especially that he goes around calling everyone bitch, I think is also kind of cool. But then they comment on it meddly and you go, uh, see, this they ruin it. Yeah. They always ruin it. I saw a lot things. of movies that have ruined things mm-hmm. this month. Yeah. Like what? I don't know. No. Bad movies. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of those. That's what Creeptober is all about. There's a lot of bad ones. Let me tell you. No. Yeah. What, 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 have you, what have you been watching, RJ? Nothing. Oh, uh, do you? What do you want to hear about? I don't know. Something that we both watch, we can discuss. Uh, did you watch Night Watch, the '90s flick? No, I did not. No, I've I seen. Hope... I I've seen the original, RJ. I hope one day you watch Night Watch. There's I... a seventy second close up of Nick Nolte's face in that movie. Mm-hmm. Seventy seconds, Jared. Yeah, is this like RJ math or is this uh, no. for real? No, there is. A 70-second close-up of Nick Nolte's face. What's he doing in that time? Thinking. Ah. He's thinking? Is he putting it together? Uh, I'm going to stop there. Okay. It's a movie. Uh, I I wrote a review about Nightwatch. You guys can check it out. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, let's talk about Men, Mad God, and Hell House. Okay. And VHS. Let's do it. And Deadstream. Oh my god, all of them, huh? Okay. I mean, I don't know. We can talk about as many or so, as little as we want. Men. RJ, you and I were both Ex Machina fans. We, we, yes, we, we are. saw it in theater together, and we both were like, man, that movie was amazing. It's Alex mm-hmm. Garland guy. He can do no wrong. He said, is he the, is he the next guy? Is, he he said, the, is, is, this, is this the next guy? Is he the new next Kubrick? Is, is he the next Robert is, Altman? Is, is it possible? Is he possibly even the next Christopher Nolan? man oh man i don't know if you ever heard of this movie called martyrs it's really good oh wow anyways so men um the trailer came out and i remember watching it and kind of going i see what it's doing i wonder if it's going to do something besides that and does it no (laughs) it doesn't so let me just ask 
the way that men ends is that along how you thought it would end or were you kind of like i'm not really sure where they're going with which, this. which part like are you talking point? about the last beat or the the, the, the last the, the like, sequence the sequence i see uh i mean i didn't know i mean i hope for something like interesting and i guess we got that which i mean yeah. you can't call it not interesting no there it definitely has um provoking provoking imagery yeah imagery uh, among them is hey you know what's really weird why is a24 obsessed with naked men i feel like every a24 movie i've watched recently there's always like just like men standing nakedly <laughs> or like especially in the horror movies like this maybe, one just has a naked guy maybe that's what they uh they observe was like a highlight for people in it follows well it follows uh and then Heredit heredity or hereditary yep. uh midsummer they all have naked men in them yeah is it just men me? hey you know what there are naked men in this world rj i know it's, but... it's, it's their time to be in the sun for once let me ask how, how many times have you encountered a naked man in the field just like buck naked yeah uh, it happens in A twenty four movies a lot. Well, I mean, move, the movies generally depict like uh, incidents of like where there's high density of possibility. So that's where yes. you, that's exactly where you would expect to see a naked man. Okay, is okay. in an A twenty four film. Okay, yeah, because that's the real horror, the real monster. <laughs> that's the real monster. Tell me about the real monster of men, Jared. <laughs> I watched like. 10 minutes of this and i was like oh andrea might like this and then i watched like five more minutes of this and i was like andrea won't like this because i was like oh she might like some of this and then like the i don't know there was something about like the message of this movie and i was like i feel like i, I feel like this is a good example of a man making a feminist movie because like i feel like we other males are just supposed to like be like oh these guys are really shitty to this lady and it's like, is that like how women feel about men? And I was kind of describing it to Andrea, and she's like, so, and she was like, is that just like how women are treated everywhere? They're all, everywhere all the time. And I was like, a lot of women, yeah. So I don't know what it is. Like, uh, I think men is kind of like, it's trying to say something, but then at the end of the day, it's still like, it's just a dude making a, a movie about like, like woman's plight. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the plight of woman. Yeah, but it's still, like, a guy doing it. So, like, is it genuine? I don't know. Um, hmm. I don't know if I... I guess... What, what did I get out of this movie? Uh, was it Rory? The, yeah. Uh, the, the... Yeah, I, I like that guy as an actor. I thought he did a good job. Yeah, I have to say the CGI head on the younger man, mm -hmm. that really didn't uh, endure this movie to me. Yeah. It, it looked really bad in a way where i'm like it's so distracting and like yeah. why would you include something like that in this movie you, that you're like trying to achieve a certain tone to yeah and then you just have that still in there and it's just like oh and it kind of just made me i don't know it soured me a little bit because in the trailer yeah. i thought it looked terrible and then watching it like in the movie i'm just like man people dunk on this shit on like those marvel movies all the time mm -hmm. but no everyone seems to be okay with it here and maybe I, I, is there enough to get past it? I'm, I think I guess. it's because the rest of the movie looks really nice. Yeah. That, like, cause it, like, I think he's got a good eye for things. But well, if you, I don't know, do, do you remember when uh, Ruben Barbosa wrote in and uh, told us about this movie? I don't. And he, do you... I do, and I, because I went back and I read it, and uh, he, uh, Ruben was bang on. 
completely uh, accurate. He just says the movie just like repeats itself over and over and over again, and then you get the oh, ending. Oh, it does, yeah, yeah, because it's like, yeah, I'll find it because it's uh, it, it yeah. summarizes it well. Let's see here. Beep, boop, beep, boop, 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 boop. Tell me more yeah. about men. Well, I look this up. Well, I don't think we need to describe the plot to people. What, what is well, the the it, whole story comes down to one woman uh, has shitty relationship has a, a breakup that turns briefly physical and then culminates in a suicide, mm-hmm. and now she's getting away from it all, and the specter of society, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. like in dealing with grief and loss and also mm-hmm. and guilt. Mm-hmm. Uh, manifest for reasons for reasons yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe physical manifestation is either because that's yeah. the thing too like the way that's the implication right like for a while you're like is this just her grief and her guilt but then it, the way it kind of finishes out you're like you're like no this is really happening and then it, it's kind of like that movie we watched we were talking about before it's like so what does that mean then what is that message trying to say <laughs> message <laughs> message i heard someone talking about messages uh the other day today like text actually. messages messages what's the oh, message okay. what's the message of your work what's uh and what's I, the I, metaphor i, I, of your I, I had to flee the room because I, oh, okay. I can't handle it how could you walk away when you were the one talking <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. here's ruben's uh review of it men is tedious and repetitive is probably one of the dullest surrealist films i've seen in a while I can easily describe the plot of the first hour and 20 minutes since it's just the same three scenes over and over and over again. Scene one, Jesse Buckley walks around for several minutes before having a weird encounter with a man. The man will make a sexist comment. Jesse will say, what? The man will repeat the comment and then she'll storm off. Scene two, Jesse Buckley FaceTime chats with her friend and talks about how weird things are. Spoiler, Bagul eventually possesses her phone and fucks with her iMessage. Scene Mm -hmm. three, Jackie Buckley has a flashback flashback to her ex-husband these scenes are the most disappointing to watch since they're shot in a really interesting way but the dialogue over explains any decent visual storytelling they offer there's also a bunch of obvious religious metaphors all throughout the movie remember the garden of eden remember the forbidden fruit it's here and alex garland will make sure you notice it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay yeah, yeah I, I agree with rube you know what i mean rube yeah yeah yeah, I don't know. Like, I didn't, I didn't dislike it watching it. Like, uh, I wasn't like, oh, just stupid. Like, I was kind of like, yeah, I'm willing to see where this is gonna go. And there was some stuff like that I did like about it, but then I don't know. Bar- Ruben Barbosa summarizes it pretty good, and a lot of things just happen over and over again. I f- yeah, I You're feel like I feel like the whole ending bit, which I guess we we're not yep. spoiling, but mm-hmm. uh, it should be like my thing and. It's there, but it feels completely unearned, and yeah. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I sure, <laughs> sure, men, <laughs> whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever you want to say. And this is like, a what a, a big what to have you, I guess. I'm like, yeah, I'm done. I'm good. No more men. Yep, I'm yeah. with you. No more men. No more men. <laughs> Let's move right along. Yes. How about, uh. Do we? I can't remember. Do we talk about censor last time? We did. Okay, we did. Yeah. Uh, how about let's talk about Mad God? Why don't you tell me about Mad God? Because well, uh, I saw you add it to a, a certain top four of, of recent watches that are favorites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I had 
kind of expectations of Mad God going into it. Mm-hmm. I remember watching that trailer come along, whatever, a year or two ago. Yeah. And I'm like, what in the world is this? Uh, and th- this is essentially a Warhammer, like, I don't know, scenario come to life, but far more insidious, <laughs> like dark. And um, I don't know. It's the sort of movie where using stop motion, which is uh, very fine indeed, inter- intercut with a little bit of like just people uh, filmed in scale. Some of it works better than others at times, but mm-hmm. it's not about that. I think this is like one of the darker visions of the world that's kind of trickled out in a long time. And the fact that uh, Phil Tippett worked on this for 26 30, years, yeah, I think. 30 is, years almost. Yeah, the, the number that people trot out, uh, where it's like, this is a lot of commitment to a very, I don't know, uh, nihilistic view of things. Yes, it is. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, there's a lot of people talk about the shit in this. And I'm like, you know what? Could have used more shit. Is a, uh, that's a Duncan official quote. Yeah. You should send that to Shudder. Say, listen, I have a thriving international podcast mm-hmm. and we covered Mad God. And guess what? Here's my review. Could have used more shit. Yep. Signed shitty bill. Yep. Yeah. 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 I'm with you. I'm with you. No. I'm with you. So Look, I think it's like a movie though. You're either, I mean, the, the title's going to get your attention. Uh, you're going to watch this and you know, you might be like, I don't want anything to do with this sort of thing. Cause I think this movie might bum me out real hard. Uh, it bummed you out. Oh, it could bump oh, someone yeah. out. Oh yeah. I think so. Especially with uh, it's somewhat like relentless. Yeah, unrelenting. Present- yes, <laughs> unrelenting mm-hmm. uh, presentation of these things. Because you think you're gonna get a break from it for a while, but the break never comes. No. I think the first like uh, 10, 15 minutes of this thing is phenomenal. I like like the little thing just going oh, down yeah. and down at the center a, of the des- earth. As it descends through the layers, and yeah. like you just get like, and it's like there's no t- there's no dialogue. You just see yep. you see scenes, and you get these moments yep. of like, oh yeah, you'll never come back to that. And the music in that, uh, like that segment, is really Actually, really yeah. Good. The very simple music in this, uh, who yeah. was done by Dan Wool. Um, oh, sure. was the composer who's actually yeah. uh, done uh, several projects, including. Sid and Nancy. Oh, I think that's don't uh, probably the only other thing you've seen of his work. Because I doubt you've probably. seen Alex Cox's Straight to Hell. Because I don't think many people have. Yeah, but maybe you've seen Repo Chick. I have not. Damn. Uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, I think I think that intro is like crazy good. I I I liked Mad God a lot. I I do. There was a kind of a point where I did get a little bit of like fatigue from it when i was i was watching i was like oh i was like this thing's still like still going kind of right like in the first 15 minutes i was like i could watch this for eight hours easy and then i think like an hour and a half in i was kind of like maybe not i was like i think it's time to be done not that i didn't like it anymore but i was like i think it's time to be done here that's okay yeah uh but uh, yeah i think mad god is was like i really enjoyed it i think that intro is real good i watched the ghoul log for it mm-hmm do you know about ghoul log? I've heard about ghoul logs. Yeah. Hey, do, uh, you didn't check out Mutant Land that I watched as well, the short that he, I, that he I, made? It's all CGI. 
it's I did it's, not it's check it's out pretty Beauty skippable, but it is it came out in twenty ten. Um mm. and it's like three minutes long. And it's it's the exact same sort of thing. It's set in the yeah. the Tippet verse. Tippet verse? Yeah. What are these other mad gods that came out? Uh, they're just like parts of the whole because it was kind of released in slivers. Oh. So can uh, I just hit those as watch since I mean, I've seen the whole If thing? you wanted to juke your stats, you could. Did you do that? No. Well, it's kind of like a dog star man. You know how it's like four parts, mm. but it's actually just one thing. Really? I gotcha. Dog star man. Classic. Can't get away from dog star man. Unrelenting. Eh? Un. Relenting, relentless. Some have said. Some might even say. Some might said. Yeah, I think Mad God is, is real cool. Yeah, it's Matt. It's Rad God. It's what I would say. It's a singular experience. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, but yeah, be, uh, viewer beware. Uh, this movie is pretty, pretty grim, and yeah. I don't know. But you also keep in mind what Jarrett said. Could have used more shit. Yeah, I mean, so people, go into it people like that. complain about, oh, people will shoot in this movie, a lot of shit. It's like, ah, uh, more. <laughs> more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, if I if I talk about the Hellraisers later, then uh, maybe at, maybe we'll talk about the Hellraisers. Maybe. Um, also, on, sh- on Shudder, uh, we watched yeah. uh, The Runner, uh, which is like a 40-minute music video by the band Boy Harsher. That's, uh, they're an awesome act. Uh, this is not the best thing, but the music so is really good. I don't Did know. You say we watched that? Yeah, I didn't watch the runner. No, you didn't watch it. You should have watched it though. Oh. Do you know about uh, Boy Harsher, RJ? No. 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 You've never heard. You should. Boy Harsher. Boy Harsher. That sounds like a made up it's, name it's or a, something. They're they're a good act. Boy Harsher. You can run in place. I've never heard of these people ever. Boy Harsher? Yep. I wonder if the name means something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. Maybe? Maybe? But yeah, from Savannah, the, Georgia. Yeah, well, the, well, this uh, runner thing, it, it feels like someone really likes David Lynch too much. and, and uh, But they don't got the touch. They don't got the touch. No one does, man. Yeah, when they do it, it always makes me go, oh, I feel bad for them. I'm trying to go for it. But no one's got what Dave's got, you know. Exactly. Transcendental yeah. meditation. Just him and Katy Perry. Mm. Hey, mm-hmm. RJ, uh, mm-hmm. I hear you watch VHS 99. I did watch VHS 99. Let's see. Let's see. I had kind of a... I did a one-by-one, one, as everyone does, I think. Tell me what you thought of VHS 99. Actually, before you start, I was, I was... When I watched this, I was kind of like, where does this rank for the other VHS movies? Which I've seen, and I know I, I like, uh, segments at least, but I for the heart, for the life of me, I was, when I was watching this, I was like, I don't remember what those other VHSs are about at all. You know what I mean? You, are you talking about, like, framing devices or what the short stories are? What the shorts were. What, you don't remember Ratma? I, well, I remember Ratma, and I remember the alien one. And I remember, I remember the Mexican death cult cult zombie. Yeah, that one's really that was the highlight for me from the last one. Yeah, Uh, but other than that, like I was just like, I don't. Well, there's like, well, there was the succubus thing with the with the Mm -hmm. glass with the glance. You know, the one with the glasses. The one with the glasses. Yeah, which we got, which we got the redux of in VHS ninety nine. 
Yeah, even hornier though. Yeah, about the same. Yeah. And, Why don't you tell me about uh, these uh, these well, shorts? Well, I believe I asked you. Oh, okay. Short one. What do we got here? Uh, I oh, all I put was I hate the what quote. Why can't you take a joke? Unquote bullies. That was all I wrote for the first one because I really hate people like that. It's just a joke, man. It's like, <laughs> but they're trying to validate them being like super shitty. Uh, what is that? Uh, we have a punk band who are also doing like an trying to do like an MTV kind of thing of them filming themselves like kind of quasi jackass, but CKY, like CKY, but CKY, but they, have, yeah. they, they have a punk band. It's you know, yeah. it's nineties and it's nineties. And they find out that a band died while playing a gig somewhere like at a uh, club in a basement. At a club. And it's the anniversary of that death. And they're like, hey, let's go play there. Let's uh, let's go egg on the ghosts. And one of the guys, he's like, uh, he's got a different, like, part of his religion or something is like not to intimidate or not to like antagonize ghosts. So he's like, I don't like this, you guys. And they're like, stop being a baby. <laughs> that's that's my religion too, RJ. Don't don't antagonize ghosts. Don't antagonize the ghosts. Yeah. Yeah, that was a big part of his thing. And then uh, they go and they do antagonize the ghosts. You know what I mean, Jared? And then you get sick-ass zombies. Yes, sick, S-I-C, sick-ass yeah. zombies. Because they are rockers, right, Jared? I was thinking more S-I-Q. S-I-Q? Yeah. Sick Transit Gloria, like that kind? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Uh, so that's the first one. I thought it was fine. It's it I, is the absolute definition of just fine. It's yeah, it's about what you expect from fine. a VHS, and you're like, yeah. oh yeah, this is just another one of those stories. Wasn't there a VHS one with the uh, girl stuck in the funeral home? Mm hmm. That's another one. Yeah, and then the body comes to life. Yes. Yeah, so I remember that one. Yeah, so maybe they'll come to me as I think of them. I'm not, I don't want to cheat yeah. myself and uh, look up a list that'll show them all. No, Rank, I I'm sure ranked. I remember there's one that I didn't like where it was like a doctor shop and he was making cyborg people and it was like a corpse man trying to run away. Oh and I yeah, didn't like that... it because it was really CGI. Oh uh, yeah, that's the one directed by um, uh, the Indonesian guy, I think, too, right? Yeah, I I didn't like, mind the he, idea. Is it the raid guy? Yeah, uh, no, the raid guy did that, um, the cult one, I think. Right. Not with the zombies, but the other cult one. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. was like a oh, compound. Oh, yeah. And then there's the white supremacist, um, yeah. zombies. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't mind the idea of the cyber. No, no, so, no, no white, just... white supremacist vampire story. White supremacist vampire. Yeah, there's a bunch of like guys like on a white, on a, a compound and they got a vampire. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was that guy, I think. VHS 94. That's the last one. Yeah. Now I'm doing exactly what I said I didn't want to do. Well, don't do it. The wraparounds here, here, all stink. Yeah. Let me tell you about number two in VHS 99. Okay. Uh, this was my review. This girl looks like Jared Leto. Oh. That was my review. This is the vanishing-ing. Yeah, this is the vanishing-ing. But then, spookified. Right, yeah. Jared? Yeah, with rubber masks. Rubber masks and spiders. And this was another This was another one that was all about bullies. I thought I found this VHS to be all about bullies. Like in every one it was like people bullying each other, which I th- I found kind of it was at the 90s. I found it kind of weird. The 90s, also... Yeah, the 90s were pretty bullish. I mean, yeah. like WWF, a lot of bullies. 
There's oh, it's the attitude error, Jarrett. Attitude. So I thought that one was the definitely the weak weakest one out of all of these. I thought. Oh uh, yeah, the guy did the VHS bit. Uh, that's uh, Timo Chajanto. Uh, Tejanto? Of course, of course. How yeah. could I forget? Who else directed The Night Comes for Us and Headshot? And oh, Headshot? K- Killers. It's one of uh, the creep's favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I, so number two in this was the a real low point. Am I right? Uh, yeah. yeah, there's nothing much to talk about. Yeah. That, but segment three, real good. <laughs> from your from the director of your favorite moose movie, Kuso, uh, Flying Lotus. I am aware. I'm aware. This one was good, though, because of the... Uh, I found the turn in this really unexpected. I thought it was just going to be the game show, and I was like, this is scary enough as it is. Uh, or I was like, this is a good enough idea on its own. And then it takes a turn, and I went, oh, that's what we're doing now. And I thought that that lady ruled like so much, like the mom. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She was so cool, dude. The grandpa was cool too. Like I like when they're driving around with that guy after, and the grandpa's just listening to jazz as this guy's covered in like shit. Oh, but yeah. uh, I, I like that. Yeah, the well, game show one. It's really definitely good. got. Uh, I think you should leave vibes. It does. It does. Yeah. Which uh, just um, a more intense or that's about not it. Yeah, it's it's in the same ballpark. It's, it's in like the same the, ballpark. The, the, the baby show where it's like mm-hmm. yeah, it's a. Uh, it's a send-up of kids' game shows um, yeah. from the early 90s, I think more so, mm-hmm. late late 80s. But it's, like, real scummy and also turns violent, and then revenge sets in. And then it goes even further. Yes, it does. <laughs> Which is, like, I think the bit, I think I've seen people complain about, but I'm like, that's the part that I liked. Like, the yeah. most, like, it's just because it built and it escalated, and it made, it, it made less sense as it went on. And I'm like, I'm fine with that. Yep, I agree. So that one was really good. I like I like that one a lot. And then uh, the fourth one, I had two titles for this. I put American Pie style porn heist, but then I also put uh, the guy in here reminded me of you. I put Flex Boy Jarrett. Oh, because uh, that guy flexing reminded me of you. Okay. I should have tagged Hot Abs. Should have, but didn't. Yeah, but I didn't. I also really like that they talk about Creed in this. <laughs> At one point, they're like, "Do you got any Creed?" And I was like, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. So this, this is uh, your typical uh, hot moms in the neighborhood kind of thing. Well, I, I, don't know, I don't know if I call her a hot mom. <laughs> or the hot neighbor. Yeah, like she's like, I don't know. She just looks like she's in her 20s and very yeah. uh, very glamorous. It's like, yeah, this, her style doesn't quite fit, again, this 90s-ness to it. Uh, she, she seems she, more 80s. Yeah, or some, or, or just contemporary. It just seems a yeah. bit off, but whatever. These 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 horny boys, they're they're getting real horny and peeping out windows, and they're oh look at her, look at her, oh she's cleaning the car. Why did she have all these Greek statues in her backyard? <laughs> yeah, I. And then, and then and then it goes to then there's like yeah a lot of male gaze, RJ. You know about male gaze, and you know what you do to flip it? You you, you do a little flip. You talk about gorgons. <laughs> uh, and the, the female gaze? Yeah, and female monsters. I Instead and, of the uh, male gaze, I preferred the male glaze. Th- you know this I mean? just felt completely redundant. Because it's like we yeah. did this exact story beat. This exact one with like the succubus <clears throat> thing. I don't know. I'm I like, whatever. You, you can do it more than once. but Yeah. I like the inclusion of like the like the webcam kind of stuff. I, I was like, I think they should have stuck with that a little bit more. Well, primor- primordial webcam. Yeah. Something like, something like that, you know, 
Yeah, it should have been a little, but, more uh, dial- little bit more dial-up. Yeah, I would have loved that. That's what I would have been all for. But this one, again, those boys bullied that other boy because he's, like, going over to do the – so there was more bullying in this one, well, too. Well, he's playing with minifigs. I know. And they're like, go They're like, go set up this girl's computer. Do it. Yeah. Do it. And I was like, quit bullying him, man. Because he, he would have been fine. He had uh, – him. that lady liked him, you know? Mm-hmm. And then we have the best segment in VH or in VHS ninety nine, directed by uh, I think one of my uh, favorite uh, finds uh, of the month was this uh, these winter people. Now are these I don't know are these brother and sister or no, are they no uh, idea married no doesn't idea. matter not sure maybe it's a Jack White like white stripe there's, situation and, and unfortunately there's no way we could ever discover an answer to this I'm not gonna look it up no these are just the things I thought to myself because it's like uh, it's two people with the last name Winters, mm-hmm. a man and a woman. And I was like, are they related? Well, on Joseph Winters' Twitter, he says, my wife, my oh, okay. Vanessa Winter. Okay. So that's cool. They're a married couple. And uh, v- and the last segment is um, VHS Goes to Hell, which is cool. It's, it's Y2K. Uh, there's this these two get buddies, and they're like ants or grandma is doing like a summoning a demon or something. And they're just kind of like, there is like, they're kind of like, no, they're okay. documentarians. Yeah. Like kind of, um, just filming the experience. A, kind of like a, a witch, witch coven. Yeah. Um, that are just doing like, they're saying they're going to raise a demon. Yeah. And yeah. And it's, it's right along <laughs> Y2K, I believe. Yes. And then, and then they fall into a, a hell hole. And, yeah. they, and now they're running around in hell, and it's Which, and it's so cool because it's like it is because I'm like why don't because I mean I mean we did just see this exact imagery like not that long ago in Equinox, yeah. But you know, there's a difference in quality and de- its depiction mm-hmm. rather than just like hey, it's out in the desert, but we put a red filter on it. This is like you have no idea like how cheap this is, or it's like oh, we just ran yeah. around in the desert in the dark mm-hmm. and uh put the lights on the camera and we just talk and yammer on incessantly mm-hmm. and run in, and then see cool demon stuff off in the wastelands mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot of cool demon stuff and uh, a lot of variety to it too yeah kept you on your toes yeah which is very cool uh, they, they meet a friendly or a helpful demon named mabel uh, yeah like it um, was pretty helpful yeah, Mabel's help. She Mabel uh, sticks to her word. Mm-hmm. And then there's giant demons, little demons, ghouls, just general run of the mill ghouls, man traps, yeah. and yeah, because they only have, like they have very limited time before the hole will close. Otherwise, they're just trapped in hell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they got to get. They know when the time's coming up, and Mabel's going to help them out, and they're working on their friendship yeah. too at the same time. Yeah, and it, yeah, this is definitely in the. Um, kind of the horror comedy realm yeah but it's sort of like a like this is kind of I, I a lot of people talk about sam raimi but i'm yeah. like yeah there's like a little bit of that but this is definitely more edgar wright uh influence yeah. but in a good way good good edgar wright i didn't yeah i didn't see the sam raimi stuff myself well definitely in deadstream i think yeah a bit a bit like a bit a bit a bit i think but yeah, no, this was yeah, I agree. The, I think the, I think everyone is on the same page that yeah. uh the fifth entry the fifth installment of this is the best one because it's just so, it's fun and kind of yeah. cool and so simple. Yeah. When I saw like the uh advertisements for this cuz like Shutter was doing like 
they were just doing like quick things on Twitter and stuff. And I saw the game show and I was like, that'll be my favorite one for sure. And I liked the game show a lot, but yep. uh, uh, yeah, VHS and in hell is uh, it's pretty good. man. It's pretty, pretty good. good. Pretty good. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Deadstream? Sure. The follow up uh, yep. project, I guess the feature film of the winters. Yep. Um, which is about a obnoxious like streamer. Streamer. Yeah, who has uh, who, recently been canceled. Yeah, who was canceled and he makes a bunch of content about that. Uh, he was demonetized. I will say that I think he might be the weakest link in the partnership, and I th- hope that he doesn't stick around and be in front of the camera forever because yeah. I don't think he's got it. Because uh, mm. he's behind the camera in The Hell Adventure, yeah. And in this film, he is like the complete center of it, which yeah. works because this is like a low budget enter, like entry yeah. in it. But like, I don't know. I think this guy will get real old real fast if he's like well, front, front and center a lot. So I wonder though, like, I think part of that is like, I think he does it. I thought he did a really good job playing the character because that's like the, like the character was like supposed to be annoying kind of but yeah. i didn't find him i honestly didn't find him that annoying like he does play into a lot of different things but i was like when i was watching it i was like i'm on board with this guy i was like i think he's doing what he's supposed to be doing he reminds me of sammy zane a little bit in the i'm I, i'm not familiar with that uh the the wrestler sammy well zane. I, I know i know you i can't remember what sammy zane looks like though okay yeah. You could look. I could, go- I could. I could. I mean, Sammy Zane's got. I mean, has a bit more of a charisma to him, but I think some people kind of go. Mm, I don't know about this, but I think yeah. I, I do believe Sammy Zane's in a better place than he's ever been in his career right now. He's very centrally seated in the uh, the upper echelons of that company. However, yeah, yeah I don't know. There, that was like one of my thoughts. Is yeah, I mean, he's done. He's doing good so far, but they all yep. do good at the beginning. The, the, when you hit like a horror film out of the park the first time yeah. out of the way, and it's like, oh, expectations become unrealistic. And That's true. It's almost like the sophomore effort will be poo-poo, unless you're Ari Aster, who's a genius. Yeah. You're um, talking about what about uh, Jordan Peele? A genius. Remember Those us? sophomore slump there, hey? Oh, remember us? People, I do remember us. The kids love it. Do you know about Chuds, Jarrett? Oh, yeah, I know about Chuds. Oh, yeah, we get some Chuds later today, oh, too. We do. Um, yeah, so he's a like demonetized streamer. He's trying to get his career back. So he's a, he doesn't do stuff like this, but so he's going to go to a haunted house. Oh, yeah. One of, one of the alleged most haunted Ooh, houses. Well, but it's, like, lesser known. So yeah. Also. Lesser known, but like, and he and he's uh, apparently always really afraid of things. So he's yes. like, but but if he's told by the fans, he has to go. He has to go do it. Yeah. Uh, so as as things would go, um, mm-hmm. it, it turns out it is haunted. It, and, it is haunted for real, and, and he gets to deal with that. And uh, you, you get some. I don't know. It works. It's got a good build. There's a lot of explanation and setup because mm-hmm. literally it's just him setting up his cameras and talking. Yeah. And it's told in real time, mm-hmm. uh, so there is a reason why someone would continue to film their experience. Yep. And uh, yeah, you get some. I, I I do think it was very Evil Dead ish sort of. Uh, yep. Like dead, very like they're like deadites. 
I suppose. Yep. And it doesn't seem like they're really trying to get him as hard as they could. And there's times where it's like hilariously coming slowly. They're like hilariously coming at him slowly. And yeah. he just keeps looking at it. Like he's like looking back at the camera and reacting to how slow this thing is. But just like still, you're like, regardless of how slow this slumbering thing is, it would still be like, Jesus Christ, that's, that thing's coming at me. It, it might take five minutes to get to me, but it's still there. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, I yeah, it's got a good conclusion. I think it yep. ends, it wraps up well, uh, in the way that a horror film should. In a way, mm-hmm. we're like, yeah, I feel okay with that ending. Yep. No, yeah, I agree with you. No. Did you like Deadstream? I did. So the, yep. when I first watched it, I did like it, and then I was like, yeah, it's not bad. Like, I think, I mean, obviously, I think in the grand scheme of like 131 movies I watched or mm-hmm. whatever. um it it rose in the ranks, but I think after watching VHS ninety nine and watching the dead one, I went, no, this is actually pretty good. Like, I, yeah. it it wasn't like a fluke. It really made me like, oh, this guy's really got a a focus. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, whatever he comes out with next, hopefully it's it lives up to expectations. Or is he going to be just doing found footage stuff forever? That's 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 a limited shelf life. He can't yeah. unless he starts doing TV. He could do uh, with TT style, you know, do the we, we what we do in the shadows stuff. Yeah, and like completely be at home doing you know office style horror kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe Who knows? maybe this is all because it's the most reasonable thing you can do with limited money is doing found footage stuff and you have an excuse for why it looks bad and so it'll be a challenge i think for, uh in terms of a career progression to see what you do when you have more resources um but who knows well, what like shutter throws at you anyway or i mean look AMC. at eduardo sanchez right he's a good example of uh well you know what one day you get exist one day you get exists. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But you also have like altered or whatever that thing was. Yeah. And, but yeah, no, I um. So I should preface that I watched this after I watched like ten Hellraiser movies. Oh. So uh, my bar was um. Low. Pretty pretty much blown out, right out of my butt. So uh, I watched this and I loved it, man. I mm-hmm. I thought this movie was really good. Like, uh, I was laughing and. I was I thought it was like I thought it was really cleverly put together and it was like there was an explanation for things like why he had cameras and spots uh, I liked the use of the music and the soundtrack on the cassette I could see some mm-hmm. people being like annoyed by that but oh, I, I liked thought, it no, I liked that too yeah I thought it was good and I I actually I thought the use of um like multimedia was really well done where it was like I liked how he had his stream I've never watched like a, a person live stream or anything. I assume this is what it's like, but he's like reading the comments and yeah. then like they're sending him stuff like uh, history things and then like uh, um, like images and they're like helping him and then he's cutting between like his cameras and stuff. I thought that was all like really well done. Yeah. I, I, I dug it a lot. So I really like this. And like I do think I think he plays the character exactly how he wants to, if that makes sense. Like I think that's what he was going for. Um, so like, I didn't find him annoying. Like there's some stuff like he's, he's, he's playing a character, man, for a movie, for a podcaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also, I really liked some of the things that they did in this. Did you pick up on the ghost dad reference strip? Uh, no, he bring it's the first thing it's in the very opening of this movie. He brings up ghost dad and I went, holy shit. Said the ghost, oh, da- ghost dad thought, truthers out there. I thought there was more of like a cinematic uh, 
reference rather than him just saying something. No, he literally like, says ghost. Well, and okay. Shows the thing. And I was like, yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was good. I also I do like some of the stuff he does in this movie, I think is really funny. Like I liked uh, that he had like a use of he had like that big Slim Jim and it became like a plot point kind of oh, yeah. like he, he meat cam. Yeah, was meat cam. Stick, like, yeah. I, I thought that was really good. I liked it just because I think Slim Jims are funny. And uh, I liked when he was making his weapon and he takes garlic and he like kind of chalks the spear with the garlic. Yeah. I thought that was just, good. Just the tip. Just, yeah, he, he's like chalking a pool cue. I was like, I like that. That's fun. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I, I really liked this. <laughs> Chekhov's bathtub. Chekhov's back bathtub. There's no gross. way I'm ever getting into that. Yeah. I mean, he's just turned to the camera. <laughs> Wink. Uh, oh, I also liked when he turned the heroin needles into uh, oh, holy, yeah. holy water needles. Yeah. I thought that was really good, too. That yeah, was good. Um, but uh, And I didn't find like any of the jump stairs, scare stuff cheap. Um, it was what it was, you know? I was yeah. like, yeah, that's what I'm here for. So I, I really liked it. I was surprised at how much I liked it. I was like, I was like this is a good show. Yep. But again, I did just watch like... No, it's ten, good. No, it is like good. Like 10 Hellraiser movies. Well, you watched it also after VHS, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. I think I don't know why that would make a difference, but it is good. Um, yeah, I think uh, easy, easy uh, for a modern movie for this year. It's like, yeah, if, I mean, yep. if you were to make a list, why bother? If like good horror movies of the year, it's like I would be on there. Yep. Well, it was a good, um, good showing on Shutter uh, this month, like VHS ninety nine and, and yep. Deadstream, where it's like, like all those other movies we wanted to watch, like the new Hellraiser and Terrifier two and Monsters. Monsters is like we 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 couldn't even watch them if we wanted to. We got which we, is like we got, we got hosed. Yeah, but at least Shutter made good on what it was what hmm. we wanted. You That's know? right. What we wanted. The what fan, we wanted. The fans. The fans. Uh, before we talk about Hell House, uh, yeah. you, you watched The Fisherman. Uh, I did watch yeah. the Fisherman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's good. It's well done. Like, yeah. um, so, feels like a real little movie. That's like it does five, ten minutes long, wherever it is, or twenty minutes. Yeah. What's uh? What's the guy's name? Wong. Yeah, I think it's Wong. Yeah, he's he's a good character. I like him. I like the build up of uh, just his squid fishing stuff. Uh, I was just like, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's like it's in his like line. I liked how he was like fishing with his lines with like the bells. I was like, that's cool. That seems like a in the way he was moving. I was like, I feel like that's like someone who actually did that kind of like trade for you know con- I mean? for context. Uh, so this was the of the. 20 dust sci-fi horror short films on youtube that i watched this was definitely the best one by by far yeah it's a it's 18 minutes or something yeah um so it's a guy he's a squid fisherman and i'm get i'm gonna guess like like korea where is this movie from because isn't squid really popular in korea i don't because I think it's uh, or is it, is it China? I didn't think about it too much. I think it might be actually just China, but it's directed by Alejandro Suarez Lozano. Yeah. Um, the only reason I assumed Korea was because I like because Squid was like people were just munching on squids, and I like this month I watched like the host, and they were like Squid was like the barbecue thing that they cooked a lot, and I was like, is that just a Korean thing? Yeah. Like I, I don't know, but uh, yeah, so it's a fisherman from some kind of Asian country and uh, he 
he hasn't had a big catch in a long time hot times yeah and the the boat landlord wants the boat back uh so he kind of takes off and he says i'm gonna make one final push at this and he gets and he gets bullied he gets bullied yeah yeah uh and then he goes out there and he sees uh some lightning from the sky crack into the water and then we got a movie on our hands yeah movie that's right you get some big squid action you get some big squid action or horror squids show up and then uh a pretty ble- bleak battles. ending as well. Well, or opens up possibilities, but it's pretty apocalyptic. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. I like that. Uh, the other one that's pretty decent, too, um, my second choice would be this one called Deep Clean. Uh, it's a Deep British... Clean? It's, it, Deep Clean. It's a British oh, okay. short. It is... I don't know if you want to say too much about I don't know if I want to say too much about it because it kind of spoils it. But I'll watch it next year. Yeah. It's like not a bad little short. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's 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 a nice little tale. Think For next like, year, I got I'll put deep clean on there and recursion because I know that was a hard recommend oh, from you, right? Hard, the hardest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Hell House. Yes, because we haven't talked about Hell House yet. Have Hell we? House LLC. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. we we both watched the both watched one and two over a course of like. Did you get two to weeks. three? No. Okay. Yeah, I neither. I'll watch it next year. But yeah. So yeah, we... Hell House. Hell House mm-hmm. is what came out seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Never saw it. The poster never really appealed. It just sounded like a generic trash found footage film that come like that are a dime a dozen. And I often find with those, maybe you let it breathe a little bit. Distance mm-hmm. yourself from the window of time where maybe people are hyping it up, saying that it's a big deal thing that you should check out immediately. And then you still also see people go, "This sucks," but you don't know mm-hmm. like what those people's tastes are. Like maybe they're not into found footage films at all under any circumstance, or they're mm-hmm. into certain styles of found footage. And it just, it's so unpredictable to know what is going to work for some and others. But mm-hmm. so I don't know. I hadn't watched it. Uh, but again, people started, started popping up on people's watches this year. Cause it's a, it's a good time to watch spooky stuff in October. And mm-hmm. it seemed like maybe a new leaf had turned and people were talking about this hell house. And, uh, mm-hmm checked it out and uh it's got some pretty pretty creepy clowns in it and pretty pretty good stuff huh pretty good uh it's what it is acting is nothing to write home about but i mean Mm -hmm. i don't know if i have much to say about this but i read a lot of people talking about bad acting all day long and i and i never like i don't know what bad acting is apparently because i have I don't know. When I see it, I know what it is. But often, like, I'll see people go on about this endlessly. And mm-hmm. I go, eh. There's sometimes where it's, like, overtly bad. And it's completely, like, when everybody's bad and everyone's talking. And you're like, oh, yeah. Jesus. But for the most part, in these found footage, people get, oh, man, it's, bunch, bunch of bunch, it's about a bunch of bros. I hate, I hate bros. I think that's I, a I, bad I, description, too. I hate bros. And they say, they, yeah. they, t- they call each other fuck and they say fuck a lot and you're like yeah people say fuck a lot do they open up an email like hey fuck mm-hmm. or fucks to address hey, hello hello fellow hello. fucks yes okay uh yeah i know what you mean do you think that the people who talk about bad acting do you think they've seen recursion uh probably not Cause, oh, okay because they should but you know what i when i read the comments on that it's all glowing talking about like how good the production is not a mention of how abysmal the acting is oh no no it, oh, shit. it's it's wild it's, again huh. these are the things that i watch and i go what's wrong with you people 
And yeah. then they obsess about it in found footage. But it's like, it's just part of the, it's how this stuff goes. Because, boy, oh boy, you want to see some some shit acting, check out Hell House 2. Uh, yeah, and we'll get there. But, yeah, uh, I... so Hell House is, uh, it's about a crew uh, that does haunted houses and they've selected their new location. They, yeah. There's always a shitty ringleader in these found footage mm-hmm. stories who doesn't doesn't level with the crew. But what's really maybe going to happen? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to document the whole process of setting up for reasons. Mm-hmm. And that's when the spooky stuff starts happening bit by bit. Uh, and it's shot in like very low grade quality, uh, yes. which works great in its favor. That's pre- uh, preferred. And then it really does the uh, like locked in first person walking through tight old shitty wooden corridors, and then things just appear out of the dark. Like oh, it's so effective when you're watching mm-hmm. it because your perspective is just locked, and you're like, I don't want to turn left and I don't want to turn right, but I have no I have no say in the matter. It's like you're in a you are in a haunted house, and sometimes it jars left, and you're like, oh shit. What the hell is that? And you're like, oh, it's a it's one of my friends. He's dressed as a clown, just messing with me. And then the camera pans over and it goes back, and then the clown's moved, and it's like, yeah. oh, and you're like, and you know what? You're like, this is like it's bullshit, but it's effective because you're like, oh yeah. man, and there's no music, yes. and, and all you're hearing is a person's reaction of like, oh. And then they go down, and you're like, oh, don't go down in the basement. Don't do that. Oh, for fuck's sake. As soon as you see it, you go, don't do it. This mo- how, how do you think this movie would play as VR? Like if it was a VR. I'd like run, people I'd, who have well, I, I would just run past the stuff as quickly <laughs> no, as possible. I mean, like, and then it would reach out at you, and you're just like, I don't care. I'll, take, I'll go flash red. I'll just keep running yeah. past it till I get out, and I'll fight the demon. And I'll fight, yeah. fight, 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 like whatever you have to do to get out. You'll fight Spanky the Clown. That's right. That's what I was calling him. Yeah. In this movie was spanky. Battle him. <laughs> Battle him. No, I mean, like, if you had a VR headset and you just turned this movie on, like, it wasn't an actual VR oh, game. I see. It was just you were watching the movie, but it was right in your fucking face. In my mind, and I was like, thinking first person shooter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think it would be good to be, like, so in your face you can't look away. Because there's times you want to, I think. But, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good description of it. And you liked Hell House LLC? I did. I thought it was enjoyable. Yeah. Um, the problem with these is the endings never quite land. They, yeah, they, they, unfortunately. They, and of course, they complicate things when they make sequels, sequels. that make no sense. Yeah. So with sco- I, with scores. Yeah, I think I'm with you completely. So like, I really liked this for the first three quarters. I, I was like so into it. Uh, I think it's really affected. Like, I I think the. I think it's got like really good quiet horror stuff like like the placement of these like dummy clowns and they don't move and they're just sometimes a little bit off from where they should be and it's like man that's exactly the kind of stuff that is scary like on a real life basis like if there's something you're like I know I put that there and then one day it's not there you're like who fucking moved my thing you know what I mean what about when like you first wake up in the morning in your like ramshackle little mattress bedroom and yeah. like oh I'm gonna hit the camera <laughs> And then you there's just... like, and there's like, oh, there's a a ghoul up hanging up on the floor, and yeah. then the ghoul starts moving, and you hide under the covers, and you peek to see if it's still there, and it is. And you're like, uh-huh. oh, come on, just like, don't, don't, don't take a peek. You know, you know what's there, and you know what? Apparently, blankets are like like <laughs> shield; they'll protect you. Well, here's the thing: Do you think if he hadn't peeked, he would have been okay? Yeah, yeah. Well, so you we, can't wait out the ghoul till someone comes. Yeah. You can't peek, man. You don't can't don't peek. peek. Just keep yelling. And say hey, because if you come into the room, it'll be gone. Yeah, 
be gone. Instead of yeah. getting taken away. And then... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I also like this movie, too, because the new house we live in, we have, like, our, our fourth level is kind of, like, going down to kind of, like, it's... I don't know. It, it's not like that basement, but it's kind of like you walk down and there's just like two other doors there and you're kind of like, what's down there? Mm-hmm. What's in that fourth level? But uh, I really like this. Like I thought it was such a, a a good use of the 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 medium where I think we've, we've mentioned before, <laughs> like I, I do like found footage stuff. It's just a lot of it is really bad. Uh, but I was like, this would be an example that I'd be like, this is a good one. Um, it's just the ending uh so i liked all the kind of lead up stuff i i was looking into this a little bit apparently like that scene where there's like the strobe light and like the clowns getting kind of closer and that guy pukes apparently that guy puked in real life which i thought was kind of a neat thing just because he got really sick from the strobe yeah um but uh, i really liked all that and then the ending it's like it was one of those things i was like man you, you ruined it or not not ruined it but you i was blew like it. You, you blew it man because i liked everything up until then and then it's like they cream the jeans too hard do you know what i mean they they went they go too fast and too full on with it and i was like oh you should bring it back and it's like you had it you had it right there and i think that's the biggest problem with the sequel is it's like it's like did you like the last three minutes of hell hell's llc and i go not really and they go would you like an entire movie on that and i go no man really not really and then they do and i was like oh and then yeah the uh like i the thing that i thought the worst in hell hell 2 was like it's super hokey acting it's really hokey like this endless morning show that's going on yeah and the plot is not good um because it's the stuff about hell house i didn't like and like i think i said to you like the the biggest sin like you know catholic stuff Jared, the biggest sin of this movie is they show movement with the scary stuff and i think that's a huge mistake Mm -hmm. because that's why the first one was good it's like you shouldn't be showing these things move that's why they're scary and then this one they're just like walking around and shit and i was like i don't want these guys walking around i was like it's way better if they're not it should be simple not multiple perspectives of found footage of like here's another time uh some people ran into this and then they were never seen again yeah over and over again and then the ghost apparently transcends space and time (laughs) for because it was all part of the plan as the head ghoul explains which I got real mad at my TV. From the, from the head ghoul? Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you how the hell house works. It's like, oh my God. I know. And like, I was so bummed out by it. I was like, you are ruining everything good that you did. And then I saw the third one uh, is like, the, when that guy's monologuing, he's, he's like the lake of fire or something. And that's what the third one is called. And I was like, no. Yeah. I'll watch it, but I was like, "Come on!" I'll, I'll uh, watch your garbage movie. <laughs> over, I think over. I'll take your money. I'll take your money. I also saw. I think the third one came out the same year as the second one. Good. <laughs> Just kind of like some of the Hellraiser movies, and you know that's a good sign, right? Oh man, we got to talk about that. Okay, I just want to talk touch yeah. on two things. RJ picks that uh, delivered. Oh, uh, excuse me? We got Mosquito. Uh, I, I would call that more of like an ass cheek puncture, RJ. Um, I mean, but that's 
but what is an ass cheek if and, not an ass? And you know Earl, what I mean? and Earl is pretty cool. Is that that's the big dude? With well, the hair, yeah, right? we, I think he starts off because like, he takes the is it the chainsaw, and but because yeah. he goes fuck it. <laughs> I I did I don't know if I sent you. I did get a couple. You did send me. Yeah, you did send okay. them to me. Yeah, no, that yeah. dude's cool. Yeah, mosquito's hey. cool. I, I actually like mosquito. Uh, the the yeah. mosquito puppets are really nice. They're good. Uh, it's got yeah. some random violence. It's it. I mean, for an I don't know. People always talk about ticks, but I think mosquitoes cooler. Oh, the movie ticks. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the actual ticks. Like, like, what are you talking about? Like, like the, the, the or the tick, <laughs> or yeah, well, the tick is cool, but yeah, mosquitoes got some cool stuff, man. Yeah. What did you think about those glizzies, those hot dogs? I, I didn't really notice them. I will say that I was yeah. uh, painting minis, but oh, uh, it was I, the I, people I, in the tent. Yeah, I and mean, I know, but that's yeah. where that's where the butt gets that is skewered by the mosquito. Where I thought it was like going to go into like weird territory and i was like what's archie talking like i didn't know archie was into like insect raping human women business but then they just like they want the blood and then they 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 suck you dry from uh, the ass well it's it is like just like punctured butt and you're like i've never seen that (laughs) i know that's why that's why i was impressed by it wild wild stuff Yeah. yeah no for what it is mosquito is mosquito is a pretty solid movie you watch it you're just like you're like, this is good, man. And uh, RJ pick number two, Cherry Falls. No so way. So <laughs> this is a movie that I, it, it seems very divisive. It seems I can like see pe- some people not People seem this. to be real low. Like, it's got a 2.9. And that's people, so unfair. But that's like average, right? But there's people who yeah. are below that. Like, there's like one and a half, two stars, two and a half. From people who seem to like everything. Yeah. Everything. Now, I feel that the the villain is choreographed, like, because you can't watch these movies. It didn't even try to, like, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I know who it is. As soon as you see the the, the villain out the, of character, out of villain character, you go, that's the villain. Well, what was also throwing me off was, like, again, like, when my attention was off and I hear Luann talking, I'm like, what uh-huh. the? F-? And then I go, oh, Brittany Murphy. She's really cool. Yeah. That's she really was sad. Cool. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Cherry Falls is like pretty good. Nice. I, I, I think that, see, this is the thing though, where I go, huh? It's like, I don't know if I like Cherry Falls more than Scream at this point in time. Well, based oh, okay. on my last watch of Scream and watching Cherry Falls, which was yeah. totally new to me. This movie yeah. is the, the right kind of dumb for me. It is, isn't it? Yeah. That, like, that's why I liked it so much. I was like, this is exactly like what you, it's kind of like. A meta '90s slasher. The, the thing that fucks they fuck up though is yeah. the, the when I was mentioning to you the way that this was edited. There's like that uh, slide yeah. stop action where it's like, oh, yeah. the violence is happening. Let's go to slideshow mode. That yeah. sucked. Like I was like, oh, yeah. it was more like it was really frustrating. But I thought that the writing and the characters were funny. Uh, yeah. I like the, the the principal. It's like, do you want the word get out of here, Brava? fuck fest on her hand and i was like whoa god 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 damn i i thought that was incredible i think the opening is funny too because he's like splorgalon the the alien and he the guy's like actually saying that to that girl like that's his pickup line he's talking about like splorgalon the alien and uh the other the other kind of writing i thought was like incredible is there's a character in this i didn't mention it last week but there's a character in this movie called tom sizzler and i thought that was so funny every time they say his name they're like tom sizzler tom sizzler and i was like who the fuck wrote this <laughs> that they were like they just they're like tom 
Sizzler. And I was like, oh, man, I've loved it. Yeah, it's, I loved it, that hey, part folks, of it. It's, it's a movie where uh, kids are encouraged to lose their virginity before they get killed by Alan Moore. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I also I, – I, I don't want to spoil who it is, but – in the last oh, 20 minutes. Oh, don't worry, folks. You'll know real You'll quickly. know who it is. But when he, it's, like, when, it's like when Gary Sinise shows up. You're like, he's you're like, the bad guy. It's Gary Sinise. When he's running around, like, or, like, when, when the killer's just running, like, ah, like, screaming, <laughs> like, aimlessly running around, I was like, oh, yeah. I was yeah. like, this is what I'm here for. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, like, so I don't know if this is t- totally the – the one that didn't get edited out but like was i am i wrong like there was a couple scenes of violence like or like gore like when that guy's hand gets like shot off yeah in chunks like i was really surprised by that i was like oh shit i was like that wasn't what i was expecting at all yeah after being submitted to and rejected by the mpaa numerous times the film was never picked up for theatrical distribution was purchased by usa films who telecast it in the fall of 2000 so yeah I mean, this movie just like it wasn't allowed to have a theatrical release oh, man. it's so it could have been huge well at least like in the rest of the world that's the thing it's like it could have been huge if it actually got released because this is way yeah. like as far as like the scream inspired slashers go like this is i think by far the best one it's pretty good i watched them all in theater uh, i remember yeah. watching these things and uh, i never saw this one and it just kind mm-hmm. of lingered it's got kind of a bad title which actually mm-hmm. makes sense with the movie it does um yeah. but i yeah, know yeah this is a this is a gooder i liked it yeah. i dug it i'm i'm glad that you enjoyed it because yeah. i i enjoyed it it's been on I my watch list forever but like yeah. no one had ever really watched it to push me over the edge of like should i watch this so yeah now it's so done. It's, now it's, it's done. done. So how how are, how's Hellraiser doing? How's Pinhead? Oh my god! Because you left off having watched the first four or five. Have you watched five at that point? Yeah, I was. The next one for me was Deader. <laughs> Fuck. Oh no! Wait. Uh, no wait. That's not true. No. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because I talked Inferno. about Bloodline, Inferno, and I think I talked about Hellseeker. Mm. Yeah, I talked about Hellseeker because it's exactly the same as Inferno. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the, yeah where, it was where Deader, I left Deader off was next. <laughs> where I left off last time was Deader. You want to hear about some Hellraiser yeah, movies really quick? Let's do it. Okay, so I watched Deader, and Deader is the one about like a uh, girl who is a reporter who goes to Germany to report on uh, I don't know killings or something like a cult or something. Uh, Deader is where the ship has has fully sunk i think on uh, the hellraiser franchise and we don't come back you know what i mean but there was one thing i actually kind of liked like there's a scene where this girl's kind of like uh dead on a toilet and i actually i I found that i was like oh i was like that's a little unsettling because of the way she was like propped or something i was like ooh, that's spooky there's also a german bdsm train which Mm -hmm. I, i found weird as well but this is where we get into like you can tell the production money has is gone <laughs> kind of because it just kind of looks bad like it's really gray it's kind of like the 90s camp of uh, it's not even a 90s movie it's it was made in the early 2000s but like 90s camp of like what europe looks like which i think is like gray and like kind of rainy so it sounds like vancouver to me it sounds like vancouver doesn't it uh but this lady is kind of like walking around and people are like telling her not to look into things and she does it anyways 
and then uh, she gets into the, like the kind of same thing that the last three movies got into, where it's like, it's like, are you living in a personal hell? <laughs> like she gets like stabbed through her body and then she's alive. Oh, and so then she, it was like, actually shot in Romania. Holy shit! No shit. Yeah. That's okay, a, that's I'm, something for debtor. Yeah. But she like gets stabbed through her body and then she rolls up a towel and then like puts it into like her back and then like puts her like duct tapes the towel on because she's like constantly bleeding but she doesn't die, Jared. Yeah. And th- this movie's a metaphor for trauma. Ooh. Because her dad used to beat her up or like I, there's I, implications. I, 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 I didn't realize this movie could afford uh, metaphors. metaphors. It's there, baby. Oh, it's there. Film simultaneously with Hell World. Oh, great. Okay, I can talk about that. The, the other thing, that, the one thing about Detter that I thought was like, so Detter is like, it's bad. It's not like, I don't think it's the worst Hellraiser movie, but I was just kind of like, eh. it was definitely one that by the time it's over, you're kind of like, I wish I had that hour back. I like the, ta- I like the tagline. The latest, most terrifying evil. <laughs> not in. They can't even say the the most terrifying Hellraiser, just the latest, most terrifying evil. That's right. Uh, the one thing that I found found strange in Deader was the dad in this wears a belt and suspenders. Yeah, people do that. I know, but it's off putting because they both they're doing the same thing. They're it's redundant. Yeah, one's more maybe one's a style, it's, uh, more of a statement. Maybe the suspenders are doing all the work, and the belt's like, well, you gotta have white pants with the belt. What am I, an yes. animal? I mean. I, I get that. I get that. So then I watched Jarrett's favorite film in the Hellraiser series, Hell, Hell World. World. Which, okay, I got, I got to say, I don't think it's the worst one in the series. That's fair. I mean, it's ever, it's a matter of taste of uh, which one's the absolute worst Hellraiser film. Yeah. Take your it pick is. of the final three. Uh, yes. Uh, I mean, it's not this one for me. Jarrett, do you know about the all-star cast in this? Lance Henriksen? Lance Henriksen, Catherine Winnick, who is in, uh, she's in lots of stuff. Uh, Carrie Payton, who is a voice actor. And Henry Cavill, Superman himself, Jared. Wow. As a horny so boy. With all this opportunity, it should have been really good. It should have been. This is, uh, I think the description's misleading. It says that this is like an MM. PRG based uh, what does it say gamers who participate in an online role playing game called hell world are invited to a rave welcome hellraisers plans to show them the truth behind Cinnabite mythos and the tagline evil goes online I think if this was entirely internet based (laughs) I would maybe like it even more but uh, so there's this group of friends who play this like dorky game and then one of their friends kills himself and they like all like one of the other guys like kind of blames all of them. It's like, it's cause of that game we're playing. Uh, but then they all get invited to this party. And in this world, Hellraiser is like, uh, and like not an accepted thing, but it's almost like the movies exist in this world. And these guys are like, the game is based on it. Like they talk about pinhead. They talk about Cenobites. They talk about Hellraiser. So I, I took it as this was a, uh, like a self-aware movie where it's like in this in this universe hellraiser is a movie but people think it's more than a movie so they all go to lance henriksen's house and on the black scale this is off white i think (laughs) yeah in in terms of uh you know on the black scale but um so they get there and then he's like he's like this is a place where anything can happen 
He's like, here's cell phones for you. Here's a mask. If you see someone with a mask that you like, call their number because they have like their numbers on their phone. But then I was really confused because they're calling each other and then their names are showing up on the phones. And I was like, I thought they were supposed to be numbers. How are these names already pre pre uh, set into these phones, Jared? You know, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? This movie is also kind of a new point where um, Pinhead calls somebody on a cell phone, which is kind of like some art stuff. Art wouldn't talk, but art texts, you know. Uh, and so this movie, like, what turns out is it's kind of a revenge plot, and then you find one character's kind of going out for these people. And uh, it is also kind of like, um, it's kind of like that second episode in VHS 99. Oh, because there's some burial alive type stuff in here, but uh, you get some of that, and then uh, that the lead lady, she she like high kicks Lance Henriksen off of a ledge at one point, which I found like gratuitous beyond <laughs> be, beyond anything in this movie. That high kick of Lance Henriksen, I was like, that was the thing that went over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, there's that. Is this movie good? No. No, it's not. Uh, I I don't think it's the worst one, but uh, yeah, this is, it's a pretty bad show, Jared. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. I, I, I have a, a real hatred for like cyber stories. Um, it's it's so two thousands and it's so it feels like such a distant thing in terms of. I mean, it'll eventually just be camp, which I think this seems to be your experience of it. It was like, eh, it's like campy shit. Yeah, Where I, it was. I, I mean, I just I can't stand it. To me, I was like, I everything involved with this, like, they came to this point and they came up with this story. It's just like, no, fuck. It's like, hey, what if it's like Jason, but cyber Jason or yeah. a Freddy Krueger capture him in the cyber? I'm like, I don't know. I know people like that, but I hate it. It's so shit. It's such a dumb idea. It's like, how do you go take scope so far from original concept and go to this? It's like going to space, going to like the, the internet. The <laughs> internet. Like, yeah, I hate. I, in, I know internet-based killers and stuff like that uh, from like that late '90s, early 2000s, where people are like, "We're going to stream killing this person," and oh, what a sick statement where a million people turn uh, tune in to watch it. What does that say about society, RJ? It's fear.com, baby. Yeah. I'm uh, not a, not a fan. It's not. It's not. I, no, yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah, it's it's my um, uh, body swap. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. Yeah. No, I I mean that's fine too. And like it, it's what you're talking about. I also dislike this one. The internet thing is like it's like when I was watching it, it's it seems like such a small part where it's like they've met on this online game and then everything is just base. It's like, come to this, like in a house. 15 minutes in, yeah. it's like, come to this party of other people who like playing this video game. And then like, that was where the internet thing kind of ended for me. Yeah. So I was like, whatever, it's still bad. But, uh, I don't think there's anything as bad as the next two Hellraiser movies. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll die on that Hill. I've seen people this month rate these movies with three stars what three and a half oh. there's someone who i think listens to this podcast or follows me at least wow. uh and uh i saw them give revelations and judgment like threes and i was like are you out of your fucking mind <laughs> i absolutely hated these two movies they suck in my in my opinion like so bad I couldn't believe it. I didn't even finish one of them. I had like 20 minutes what? left and I went, I'm fucking done. I just Aww. turned it off. This is the one with like fat pinhead, right? 
Uh, yeah, you got fat pinhead, but he's also <laughs> like, uh, he's, I would describe him as bored pinhead too. Cause he's always just sitting around. Like I always love the, the banner that they have on Letterboxd. It just demonstrates him. Yeah, I know. Like, no, this is, so, yeah, this is the, this is the end of, uh, Doug. Doug. Well, I'm glad he didn't come back for these two. Well, there's a reason. Yeah, so Revelations is like uh, the 2011 one where it's like these two movies both. I think it's like to hang on to the rights. They had to rip something out like in a weekend. Revelations, like it's got some Hellraiser stuff in it, like ideas, but it's two boys go on vacation like Cancun and then they find the puzzle box and then they bring it back. And then it's like the boy, his family's there and then he starts terrorizing them and stuff like that. But I found these movies so bad they're like shot they're like shot on digital and like the acting and the scripts in these movies i like i watch a lot of shit like not as much as you jared but i watch a lot of shit (laughs) thank you especially this month like during this month but these two were definitely the bottom of the pile for me i was like the absolute garbage just all around i hated them and uh there's like some of the line readings in this like when the kid returns one of like family has like friends over and the one guy's like oh go get the car we got to go to the hospital and this is the quote uh the guy comes back in and goes the cars are gone shit and then they keep going on i was like what do you mean the cars are gone they're just gone jared uh i don't know i thought revelations was bad but judgment like or do you remember anything about revelations jared uh all i remember is i think i was like i think i i thought hell world was worst and that I don't think it's the fifth worst horror film of all time. Is that what it's ranked as? It was when I wrote the review in oh, okay. like 2012 or something like that. Yeah, it was really, like, it was one of the worst. And you're like, eh, I've definitely seen worse things than this. Absolutely, like, no. without question. But yeah, Hellraiser Judgment, though. So I, I read your review of Hellraiser Judgment and I, I agreed with it quite a bit. Um, I don't know if I liked it or not. But so what what you had said in this one was uh someone who wrote not an avatar comic but image image comics image series. okay yeah there it is yeah you were talking about image comics and like how every time someone was like isn't this fucked up isn't what we're doing crazy and that's how i felt watching this thing so let's see here we have people who listen or i think listen to this show union bustafer wilson gave this three stars uh smellington give this three and a half corpse gave it two and a half see and that's low for corpse which i think is accurate uh i don't know there's one or two other people there but okay so judgment is (laughs) i'm not quite sure what the plot of this is so uh you have like cenobites and like arbiters and stuff like that and they live in this house and they have a fat guy who uh, puts the tears of children on pages of the Bible and then eats them. And then he goes and pukes them into a trough where three <laughs> large awesome. breasts where three large breasted naked women eat the puke out of the trough. Fuck yeah. uh, and then uh, they take whoever is awaiting judgment, put them on a, a bed and then explode their body. And the blood uh, blows into the three large breasted women's faces. Yeah. CGI uh, though, CGI, blood. CGI blood. Yeah. That should be specified. Yeah. Um, I, I, you're describing it and it's coming back to me and that's where my nose was like, cause it's like the, uh, the movie is constantly someone screaming, isn't this fucked up? And, and, and like you're that, just like, Oh my God, that's all it is. And like, 
they do really really shitty like they're they like quote the bible and like eucharist a lot and it's like this is the devil's eucharist and i was like oh my god this is exactly what you would expect for someone who is like trying so hard to make things like just they're, they're trying so hard to make things like edgy and you're just like oh man isn't this edgy uh Sounds what else like happens? you got cut by it holy fuck this is the one i didn't finish because i was like i'm uh it starts out and there's like it's like a cinnabite guy but he's like kind of just fleshy and like the implication i got was like i think he was like a nazi because he's got like the weird glasses on and he kind of he, he talks like in a weird way but he's like dark. <laughs> colonel glink <laughs> he kind of talks like this Oh yeah, just just like just like that. Just like my favorite German accent, RJ. Don't you know? <laughs> from, I'm here from Oklahoma. He talks just like that, sure. Berlin, Oklahoma. But that was another problem I had. So he was like the arbiter, and he talks, and then him and Pinhead, Pinhead talk, and they talk about um, I wrote it down. What was it? They talk about modern technology. And I was like, Cenobites wouldn't talk about modern technology. Well, they're not going to talk about hacking. Well, they're they're just like people now have such things, such pleasures from the internet. And I was like, oh my god, smartphones! It's like access to information. And I was like, get out of here! I was like, stop it! It's really good. Uh, Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff like that, and like. Yeah, I thought this thing was so bad. Like, I, I didn't... This was the one and only movie this year I didn't finish. Oh, I have two of those. I didn't even log them because yeah. I barely got into them. I, uh, I did an hour out of an hour and 20, and I felt like that was more than warranted for me to to just be like, it's done. I, I watched five minutes of the animated Creep Show special. Oh, yeah. I was going to watch that at one point. Hideous. It is. The animation oh, is so fucking ugly. I was like, I'm done. I can't handle Kiefer Sutherland yeah, talking it's... over like this ugly looking cartoon. So that was off. And then I had on this movie that I've been wanting to watch for years called The Mafu Cage. Yeah. And the version of it that I have, the audio is so annoying. It's un- like I cannot hear a word that any character is saying. It's so noisy. And it just seems so fucking boring and droning on in the way that some of the worst Criterion films can be. And I'm like, no, this ain't this ain't what Halloween's supposed to be. This ain't right. <laughs> so yeah, said, off, no, no, no. Off, off it went. Yeah, I know what you mean. That's too bad. So Hellraiser, ready, <sighs> ready for new Hellraiser. Apparently, it's the best one yet. Excellent. Yeah best one yet sweet so what about you do you watch any movies <sighs> did i watch any Be- movies before we do what i'm imagining is a couple more i would maybe go to the bathroom uh I, i'm pretty quick i'm pretty quick here oh okay okay so all i have to say is, so I, I did get to some necro storm to keep yeah. corpse happy uh, i watched hotel inferno 2 uh the cathedral <laughs> of pain which is I don't know it's kind of weird i went back to my original review of hotel inferno and i gave it like two and a half stars because it is far from being a good movie but my my approximation and feeling about it has improved over the years and i seem to think that i do like the movie more than i think i did when i watched it and so i watched hotel inferno 2 knowing exactly what i was signing up for and it's like yeah this feels like some gnarly video game from like 1998 that's just like that actually delivers on being like ugh 
kind of mm-hmm. like gross and like but there he's this guy's now in hell in like a cathedral and there's like a wizard that's like narrating to him where to go like an, I don't know some sort of a weird corpsey guy that you never see in the it sets up the third one where now he's gonna have to go backtrack and get him to save him <laughs> get him get, save him he's gonna save him gotta get him oh, out okay. gotta get him out of his cell yeah and like uh, yeah there's weird like creatures that just give birth to you know fetuses on a bridge mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there's fight scenes involving that lots of crazy looking cultists getting hacked up weird weapons mm-hmm. it's it's nice uh, i also watched the mildew from planet zonader uh that sounds cool no so i didn't realize how this one works because i was like watching this and i went this does not feel like a necrostorm film other than these like scenes of like weird shitty violence like from an astron six movie so yeah. what they did is they actually bought the rights to a movie called mold and okay. then they re-edited it and you can feel it and this okay. it was it was really long it felt so it's only like 70 minutes long and it felt it's really long like this, this like podcast. this like this podcast so yeah mildew from planet zonator great title cool poster nah. yeah no, this is, this is not what uh, the Necrostorm you're looking for. How many Necrostorms have you seen? Three now. What was the other one you be other than these two that you've seen? Hotel Inferno one. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I've only seen the, the Red one. Riding one. Yeah, yeah. That was the one I watched. Yes, I that's, that's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, I watched um trash slasher movies from like the the torture porn era. Late to uh. rest and Chrome Skull. Late to rest two. Chrome uh, Skull is a really cool title, actually. Yeah, well, it's a guy running around with a Chrome Skull mask, and he just but- cool. and he butchers people horribly and does real degenerative stuff to them. Saw-style stuff. Saw-level? Uh, but, like, Lord, but like a little scummier, though. Like, really trying to appeal to the horror convention scene. Of like, yeah, I'd like to do that yeah. to her, too. <laughs> oh, I see. Like, Saw 8? Yeah, scummy. Um... I watched a found footage film that I've been wanting to watch for a while called Jerusalem. I don't know if you, are, are you aware of this one? No. I, uh, I, I had your list open a second Jerusalem. Ago. Yeah, so this is about uh, these two girls. They go on a, like, I don't know, post-high school trip to uh, Tel Aviv. But yeah. they, get, they get waylaid and wind up in Jerusalem. And the first, I don't know, <laughs> two-thirds of this are them just – it's like a travel video of them – in Jerusalem, hanging out with boys and stuff like that, um, and then there's like a lo- like there's, it opens up with this cold open of like there's some secret stuff the Vatican doesn't want you to know, and like there's, what? there's demons, winged demons, and because okay. you know Jerusalem's like over a gate a gate to hell, sure, and uh, well as you as you has you know as it would work out, um, the gates open <laughs> in this movie. At the in the last third, and mm-hmm. then uh, you get the mayhem of uh, demons, mm-hmm. de- demony things flying around. You get giant demons like Ooh. swatting helicopters out of the sky. It's like like these are like full on kaiju demons. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. But it's like a found footage thing, so it's kind of like uh, Cloverfield, but the Israeli version is Israeli Cloverfield with demons, yeah. Well, look at the, look at this stack: director, producer, writer, editor, all 
Yov Paz and Doran Paz. They I'm did su- it all, man. I'm surprised that like very few people have watched this, and it seems to have a very low rating. I guess like two point three. It's like a good. Should I throw Creeptober? Throw it on. That's a good Creeptober thing. You throw it on. It's it's it, there's a lot of nothing for a very long period of time though where it is just like oh it's these characters and they're doing stuff and then eventually you get to demons yeah. it's to some bat shit Lovecraft yeah wings winged demons is that bat shit Jared I don't know whoa freaky uh, I feel like you do you want me to talk about that movie or no I don't okay then fine. <laughs> I won't. I mean, if you'd like to, you nope. can because you logged it. But... Uh, that was on Tubi, RJ, and then I watched. Cause I haven't said Tubi today. I don't think. Yeah, Tubi. Okay, so uh, then I also uh, the Monster Project came on right afterwards. Another like completely obscure found footage film by nobodies um, that came out where it's like again streamers who are like, oh, we make like fake stories about mm. us hunting mm-hmm. ghosts and monsters and stuff like that. But now we're gonna do it for reals. And then they put a casting call out to like in the LA area to talk to real monsters. And a woman says that she's possessed by a demon, a mm-hmm. skin shifter, uh, uh, skin from, shifter or skin skinwalker, skinwalker, skinwalker oh, okay. uh, from from the reserve, and uh, a, a woman who says she's a vampire. Is uh, this an indigenous film? No, oh. <laughs> not at all. Uh, oh, no, okay. but it's an indigenous man. Okay. And then they all show up during a total eclipse of the heart, and uh, mayhem ensues. Uh, mayhem, mayhem, and I don't know. It, the The effects are pretty decent. Uh, yeah. Acting is whatever. There's always the lines that drive one nuts, like "Don't stop filming, never stop filming unless I say so." Because there's always the possessive jerk in the dynamics yeah. of these. Because the only way I guess to keep it going ever so that's like lame stuff that you just get used to as seen in hell house too where it's like we never stop filming it's like oh thanks for saying that because no one cares at this point just don't put film scores in your movie like this one does yeah i wish they didn't like don't put music in it and the ending sucks so this is not a recommend what about this director's other film carneyville which not when i first saw it i thought it says was carn evil like evil carnival yeah, which is it, the poster it's going for the carnival look completely yeah but the way they the v is capitalized so it's carnival says you must be this tall to die are you going to check that out next year um what about dead list pray you're not on it calvin is competing with five other actors for the lead in a major hollywood movie stopping at nothing he uses a demonic book of curses on the actors each bringing to life a monster that kills in their own unique and terrifying way Sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's got like a Grim Reaper on the poster. There are three people credited in a row, all named Alexandra. Yeah. That can't be right. Yeah, could be. One of them spelled really bizarre. Man, Anyways. I watched way too many movies this month. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, the Collection is awesome, as is The the Collector. These are, I, th- I think, completely slept on, uh, mm. grisly slashers that are like very argento inspired in fact in this film there is even a argento hotel uh mm-hmm. where a lot of the mayhem takes place in it's got beecher from oz who's awesome uh and the main character um uh, who is i guess like your protagonist in these films the professional thief who just is like the ultimate foil to uh 
our collector, uh, played by Josh Stewart, mm. who, like, I don't really know him from anything else. Like, but he's an interstellar tenant. He's a, a Nolan boy. Uh, I know Josh Stewart from uh, something. Trans- yeah. Transcendence, Dark Knight Rises. Not... Um, See, I don't know who I don't know him from any of those these movies that I've seen. Like he's in them, but yeah, in this he's like it's it's his show. He gets to shine, and I don't know. These movies are like gnarly and mean, mm-hmm. but like I don't know. I I think they're actually quite good. I only rank them like three stars because I don't think they're like great pieces of movie making. But I think in terms of what they set out to do, like they're really cool. Uh, I haven't watched any of these other movies by the director. Uh, one Marcus Dunstan. Maybe you got to rectify that next year. Well, it looks like he made a Pilgrim slasher film, something called Unhuman, and something else called the, the Neighbor. But I'm looking forward to a, a third installment of The Collected or something like that. One day, maybe. One day. Uh, I also checked out Coco D, Coco Da. Oh, yeah. What did you think of? Meh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I my biggest issue is I think it portrayed dogs in a weird way because mm-hmm. the dog was always doing stuff I was kind of like I don't know if dogs would do that yeah you know what I mean mm-hmm. do dogs do that kind of stuff yeah yeah dogs can be pretty bad RJ nah yeah <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna choose to say that dogs you, don't do that you'll ignore the evidence yeah I'm gonna ignore that. Yeah. Uh, the the winner winner chicken dinner of short films that I watched though was the back rooms. Uh, yeah, which, which yeah, I, I watched uh, that as well. Yes, uh, by this sixteen year old kid, as you two will tell me, Kane Parsons, who apparently Ooh. has been making a long series of these uh, shorts, uh, making these spaces in Blender, and this is the found footage one mm-hmm. about someone who haphazardly just just finds himself in this liminal space rj uh, uh did you did you like that jared well it's it's like you read the synopsis is that what it says in the synopsis? a short horror film about liminal spaces i didn't fucking read that now i look sure. like an asshole you like don't worry we all thought you looked like an asshole before well now it's now, now, now you're now you're just you see you're lame now you know it's, it's everyone has to eventually learn you know for a fact i don't know how to read you know that. But, but, but you can write liminal spaces. <laughs> I voice to text. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway. Yeah, I thought this was awesome. I thought this yeah, was like cool. Real, yeah, this is a, a great example of, uh, I don't know. There's no excuse of like, hey, why does this guy keep filming? It doesn't matter. Who gives a shit? Uh, yep. It looks great. Uh, it's super effective. I'm glad someone made some Korra horror uh, that was uh, real nice looking. Uh, yeah. This year, though, there was one other film which we have to still talk about. Good God, do we or should we? Which should we uh, save it for next week? I don't know. I, was, I, I, I mean, we can talk about it. Whatever, we, we can talk about it. So anyway, uh, yeah, the back rooms. Uh, who knows how long it'll last on Letterbox? But it's on YouTube. This kid's got millions of followers. It's not obscure, but it, apparently, people watched this like two months ago when it came out. No one told me. So what the fuck? Maybe you're just out of touch, old man. I, apparently, but I, f- I figured that there'd be a network of people sh- watching cool stuff and they'd share it with me, and they're not. So what the fuck? What's the point? What's the point of this shit? Come on, people. Hustle. I mean, I don't know. Oh, man, I think you, I think this is a you thing. I think you got to get more in tune with stuff. But, yeah, I don't Go know. Down uh, yeah, this is just about a kid with a VHS camcorder wandering around in a... Mm-hmm. 
weird spaces and there's something in there with them and when it shows up it's pretty fucking spooky i i love how this starts where uh he just trips and he falls and he's just in that space Mm. he's just there and i was like yeah yeah and just keeps going yeah it's it's got a nice grim ending (laughs) too does it it does (laughs) oh yeah it does does. yeah it's pretty good and you're like oh whoops (laughs) Yeah, I liked that also. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, I thought it was uh, a real highlight of the month. <sighs> yeah. So, um, the mm-hmm. sadness is a, like, it is literally Garth Ennis's crossed comic come to life. I, but yeah. it, it pulls a little bit of its punches, but I think probably to its benefit to keep it watchable. So, yeah. this is actually directed by a uh, Canadian guy robert jebez um jebez who i guess lives in taiwan and he was <laughs> all, all the stuff he's made has been made in taiwan like his animations and stuff like that but clearly this guy read some comics and he went i'm gonna do that and i'm gonna acknowledge it in the credits because i don't wanna but and i'm gonna make it like pretty much the exact same thing except for like the visual cues not there and no one will know the difference except for everyone who's ever read the comp and go oh it's the exact idea. Hey, Amen. That's, that's what fine. Alan. Moore, uh, that's what how Alan Moore would prefer it. That's right. Make and no mention of it at all. Just don't. Just don't talk about it. Anyway, so that I find that interesting because it's like pretty clear to me that that's what it is. However, uh, he still did a good job of this. I thought this mm-hmm. was uh, very uh, harrowing. It hit the sweet spot of like, oh, this is a story about a. It's a zombie apocalypse, but everyone's alive. They're they're just infected with like a you know airborne, bloodborne pathogen mm-hmm. uh, that gives you insta rabies, but it's the kind that just reduces you to a violent sex pest, mm. uh, and you just run around and violate people however you can imagine because you're still there. Like there's an explanation by someone mm-hmm. about like what you are doing. And it's like, why do they still, why do they tear up? Why are they crying? It's Cause they know what they're doing is wrong, but it doesn't matter anymore. And I know uh, a guy like that. Yeah. 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 He knows what he's doing is wrong, but he still does it. Still you does it. I mean? uh, and this is like a young couple that are, it's like in the city as this unfurls. It's always like one of those silly cliches of these stories where it's like a, an apocalypse where like this couple has like a fight in the morning and then they mm-hmm. separate and they have to come back together. A tale as old yeah. as time, but that's fine. You, you get because then we get two perspectives of the same uh, thing happening, mm-hmm. and them trying to get back together, and that's the tension, I guess. It's like, will yep. they get back together? But it's like it comes to a point where, like, does it matter? What are you getting back together for anyway? It seems like uh, things are done, but yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, vile and uh, some pretty gross stuff. That it kind of doesn't it doesn't linger on. It just lets you it lets you fill it in yourself what's going on, even though there's no mistaking what's happening. Um, yeah, it's a uh, it's a nasty piece of work, and I liked it. That's classic, Jared. Yeah, it was absolutely filthy, and I loved it. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch it next year. I wanted to get to it this year. I just didn't. Yeah. So I'll get it eventually. Hard. Yeah, it's uh, some tough stuff. It's like yeah. uh, it's not for everybody. You know? Yeah, that's okay. Not not everything is meant for everyone. You, you know what seems to be for everybody, RJ? What's that? Barbarian. You think so? Yeah. Yeah? I think Why don't you tell me about it? I don't know. You've watched Barbarian, too. I feel like I I've been talking for Bar- a bit. 
Uh, I watched Barbarian, and I know uh, some friends of the show. Yep. Ryan Nagel, Sugarhead, they were uh, putting up some big digits. Oh, yeah. Busting out those four and a half stars. Yeah. This was uh, a movie that... Um, now, this is going to be one of the only times I'll say this, because 99 out of 100, <clears throat> I would rather stay at home. But this was a movie that I was like, I kind of wish I watched this in a theater or something. Just something a little bit more immersive. Do you know what I mean? I was like, I wish I was a little bit more dialed into this. Because, uh, so here's the thing. People really like Barbarian. And uh, I thought it was good. I liked it. I don't think I like it as much as everyone else does, which is not a comment on the movie itself. But that's what I mean. I was like, I kind of wish I was a little bit more dialed into this. Because, uh, like, I watched it. I wasn't looking at my phone or anything. But I was like, oh, man. I was like, I wonder why people are getting more out of this than me. It sounds like I don't like this movie. I actually do. I think Barbarian's well done. Uh, I like the setup of this movie. I thought it was cool. I I do like the kind of pivot. You pivot, Jared. You pivot. Pivots. And uh, it kind of turned into something else. You know I'm always down for... I shouldn't say that. That's a spoiler. A certain kind of thing. That A word I use all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean, Jared? I like those guys. That's cool. <laughs> Uh, and I do like that this movie, like, um, I do like that it goes for it, which I think is admirable too. It's like, it's like, it's nice that, uh, it kind of fully buys into itself and she's like, we're just going for it. Uh, I think Justin Long is really good in this. Uh, I watched this with Andrea and, uh, she was so, so on it, uh, that some stuff she really liked and some stuff she didn't really like, but, uh, she really liked, um, the humor like when Justin Long is like measuring out square footage and stuff like that, she thought that was pretty good. What 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 spoilers you've launched into without any warning? The square footage? Well, <laughs> every anything about it really. It's difficult. I don't think I I don't think I've spoiled anything. I, I, why is Justin Long in this movie? I thought this movie was about a young he, woman who goes to Airbnb. He is on the poster. He's on his name is on the poster. Where? I'm looking at it right now. I don't see any names on Not it. Not the letterboxed poster. If you look up the real poster, he's on there. Why would when would when would have someone have time to measure out square footage? I'm I'm confused. I don't know. It's just something that happens. It's, it's, it's a tough movie to talk about because I think so much yeah. of it is the gimmick of not knowing anything about it, which I think yeah. is labored and so I I like Barbarian. I thought this movie is like pretty entertaining um it does the spooky stuff i mean spooky stuff. it's the tension because this movie's like definitely leans into thriller territory with horrific elements Mm -hmm. uh where you don't know where it's going to go and i really do wonder how this will hold up and i it doesn't matter right now but i think down the road it might be like oh yeah that doesn't really make any sense (laughs) like that that will start creeping in but I think the movie is a pleasant surprise that exists. That you're like, oh, this movie's like pretty well put together and it holds mm-hmm. up. It's not very often. I mean, the movie is like what 103 minutes. It goes by pretty quick. Goes by quick. Yeah, um, it does. Because it it is kind of broken up into uh, some segments. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're like, which was a surprise to me when it came up. I'm like, oh, this is what we're going to do. Because you're like, what happens next? And you're like, then you go, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then it happens, and you're like, oh. Okay, and then, what? and then it reestablishes another thing, and you're like, okay, now we're going to try to tie it all up. And my, <laughs> this is a spoiler. Uh, one of the funniest bits is when uh, one a man, a character, is saying, uh, like, it's been 15 years and they've never got into here. <laughs> sure enough, it's like 
boom. Like, of course. Because that's what happens in movies. This is a movie, it's very aware that it's also a kind of a movie, and it's trying to get an effect out of you, rather Mm -hmm. than be like, oh, this is like a very calculated story. Uh, It's got some themes and stuff like that that are woven into it uh tell me about that themes uh about about i I think that there's an element of like huh what is this saying about men rj uh i mean whatever it's saying i think it does better than what men is trying to do the movie called men okay what is this what does barbarian mean to you airbnb okay like mixed around and then like take out a letter that's a lot of added letters take out like two letters or so uh i don't know like i mean i do i think a moral in this movie is that um men are bad but <laughs> i do also think that like uh the female character in the first 10 minutes or so she's kind of i think she's overstepping her bounds a little bit uh okay as well tell me more well jerry would you ever kind of force your way into i don't think po- she forced her way in at all no i mean that's not how I think it's getting played off, but I, I do think that like, like I know no character is right in that situation, but I thought she was coming off a little bit like, it's like, well, I should be here. And it's kind of like, yeah, I know that's the point of this, but I was kind of like, I felt like she wasn't clear of fault either in the, in the situation. Although like when things have a twist, she is very clearly trying not to go that route but is not listened to. I don't know. I thought the first 10 minutes, I was like, I don't know. I think they're both kind of like being weird. Do you know what I mean? I thought they were both weird. If I was her and someone was like staying in a place that I was supposed to be staying in, I'd be like, all right, I'm out of here. Cause you don't want to put yourself in that situation. You're it. That's a bad situation to be in. You know what I mean? I think at least that's a bad situation. Yeah, but then you don't have a movie. And then we have yeah, R- R- RJ sitting in a hotel room. <laughs> I think that'd be a way better movie. Cinema. Yeah. Me sitting in a hotel room just like, I don't know, eating snacks. No. Yeah, and it's like I said, like, I, I do like Barbarian. I'm not I'm not trying to, like, poke fun at it, but, like, I do, uh, um, I don't know. There were a few things, like, it, it does keep you guessing quite a bit, and I do like the genres that it's, uh, <laughs> like, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I think it kind of falls under a couple sub-genres of horror, like, more than just one, where it's, mm-hmm. like, this kind of thing and that kind of thing. I like both of those things, too. I do think, kind of like what you said, I think in time, I think that uh, some things will be um, more visible, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think it was just a movie that came along as a pleasant surprise. I mean, there's things yeah. I read, though. It's like, this movie's so fresh and original. <laughs> to which I go, I mean, no, not really. I mean, yeah. it's just a, it's a tale told well. Can we just mm-hmm. say things like that rather than, oh, it's, I mean, I guess like in the context of that, though, is like it's not based on something that already exists. Like it's not based on a comic or even a book. It's like, no, this is just a movie. And it's like, yep. oh, that's cool. Those I mean, those get made all the time, but like people don't really watch everything simultaneously. But it seems like everyone who seems to be watching it, other than you, RJ, who apparently hate it, um, mm-hmm. uh, they all seem to enjoy themselves. They're willing to let their hair down, you know, sit yeah. back, relax, enjoy movies. Yeah, I also think that. Well, what's the, that's not what that tattoo says. 
that you got. I can't Which believe you, you like I hate barbarian. <laughs> I can't I I mean, I don't know when you got that and like why, but I super mean super recently. <laughs> like real super that, recently. that's quite the response. I mean yeah. No, I mean barbarian is cool, man. Like I do think it is uh it's like I said, I, I do like that they kinda go for it. There is a scene like I do I actually really like the last like five minutes, I think. There's one thing that's really funny and then it and then it kinda goes into like, okay, the movie's over. But do you know the scene where the, the, the person is with the other person and then it's like yes. Hey person. Yeah. Uh, Hand gestures. I, I, I thought that was just like really I thought it was really funny because it was kind of shocking. I was like, that isn't what I was expecting to happen, which I guess is what a lot of people are saying about this movie as a whole, right? Is, uh, I wasn't expecting that, but I don't know, dude, as soon as, uh, you know, when you see that rope, yeah, I was kind of like, I think this is where this movie is going. And then it kind of went that route. And, but then, like, and then there's a bucket. <laughs> there was, a, I, I didn't, I didn't see the bucket coming. Not at all. <laughs> it's like, Oh, also, did you, you see how that guy keeps his toothbrush on the floor? Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of saw that and immediately went, oh, RJ. Well, what did RJ think about this? Would you put your toothbrush on the floor I think, right beside I think, the toilet? I think it's there to like make people go, oh. Because <laughs> they go, it was under the sink. Yeah, but it's still on the floor. Yeah. You're going to get splashed, you know? You know, you use the toilet at least I cl- all the, every day. I close the lid when I flush it. Okay. You know any splashes? You might make nope. your way up there? Nope. Close that bad boy every time. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you still might breathe it in. I'm I'm long gone by that point. You just hit it and just run, <laughs> and running. Book it. Dash come back, come back a minute later to wash my hands. <laughs> Very sane. Very yeah. sane. Oh, I'm the sanest guy out there. Oh, my God. Okay. Is that it for movies? <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure. Okay. You know, Rob Eagle sent us an email. <laughs> Just now? Like, I don't know. How long ago? An hour ago. Okay. Um, let's do it. A serious question. Hello, creeps. A week or two ago, Jared asked about Halloween pranks that went wrong. Maybe this qualifies. Picture the scene. One Halloween, teenage me pedaled on my bicycle to my pal's house. Turned out my pal was babysitting his nephew, an obnoxious 10-year-old who was the very image of Pugsley Adams. At this time, the UK observed Halloween, but we'd not yet adopted the USA's trick-or-treat fad. However, Pugsley did find it riotously amusing to let the air out of my bicycle tires. Oh, and Rob Eagle spells tires with a Y. My pal, rather sneakily, I thought, decided he was going to have a bath, leaving me to entertain his grisly charge. Pugsley demanded I tell him a scary Halloween story. Well, guys, I knew a scary Halloween story that had made the newspapers. The BBC also featured the tale on a national news program. From 1974, a headline, Myth of the Evil Heads. Who knows best about the two mysterious ornamental heads dug up in a Tyneside garden? Uh, ooh. ooh, spookiness. Oh, oh. If it wasn't for the bicycle tires, I'd have told the little monster a jollier tale, but he did literally ask for it. Hexham, known as Hexham, but pronounced Hexham, is a small town less than an hour's drive from me. Nestling in the Northumberland moors near the Roman Wall, Hexham is picturesque mm. in summer, often inaccessible through the winter snow. In the 70s, an archaeological dig searching for Roman artifacts unearthed something far more ancient. Two small stone heads, each about the size of a fist, with rudimentary faces carved into them. 
On the night the heads were discovered mm. in a house overlooking the dig site, a woman suddenly woke in the middle of the night. She had no idea why she woke so abruptly, but she did know she was terrified. Animal instinct made her lie motionless. Peering through half-closed eyelids, she slowly looked to the corner of her bedroom. In the shadow mm. stood a figure, huge, dark, and inhuman. The figure lopped uh, across the bedroom to the blanding. The rail of the staircase creaked as it vaulted over the banister onto the stairs below, landing with a sound like padded animal paws. Despite her fear, she was compelled to follow downstairs through the dark kitchen and into the back garden where her husband found her several hours later, standing barefoot on the grass, staring into the darkness. She assumed she must have been sleepwalking until the afternoon when neighbors reported that their eight-year-old boy had woken up screaming in the middle of the night. Something, he'd said, was standing over his bed looking down at him. His mm. parents discovered a clump of hair had been torn from the boy's scalp. The heads were sent to Southampton mm. to be examined by Dr. Anne Ross, a Celtic archaeologist and scholar. Dr. Ross took an instant and instinctive dislike to them and left them inside the box they arrived in before going out to work. That evening, Dr. Ross arrived home to find her house in darkness and the front door open. This was worrying because she'd expected her teenage daughter to be home from school. Mm. Peering along the hall and through the kitchen, she saw the back door was wide open. Her daughter was standing alone in the garden in the dark, clearly in shock. Her distraught daughter eventually told how she arrived home as usual when a figure, half man, half animal, had rushed down the stairs toward her, vaulting over the banister to land on the floor in front of her with a sound like padded animal paws. The figure then bounded out through the kitchen and into the garden. The girl, despite her terror, had followed into the garden where her mother later found her hours later. Well, what do you think? I asked Pugsley, who said nothing. He just stood and stared at me. I wondered if I'd gone too far. Mm -hmm. From upstairs, the sound of the bathroom door opening. Pugsley backed out of the room, then rushed up the stairs. Despite straining my ears, I could hear nothing. I knew I was in trouble. So five minutes later, I'm pushing my bicycle home. My pal wasn't best pleased. So, guys, my question is, do you think Pugsley deserved it? Regards, R.O. Beagle. Um, do you, Jarrett? Do you? Do you? What? Uh, <laughs> tell think me that he deserved stories? it? Yeah. Sure. Was that a, um, was that a real story? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you're, you're about six people just unsubscribed from this <laughs> podcast because of that. It was Bagool. Was it Bagool? The R O Bagul, R O Bagul. Hey, uh, you know our boy Panos uh, is part of the Guillermo TV show thing. Uh, I I did see that. I did see that. I learned that I, today because I was like, I "What are people talking about? Panos having a new film out?" And I went, "Oh." Yeah, I can't wait to watch this film with Panos Karimadis. He's one of my favorite directors there's ever been. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Sure. Hey, RJ, we've got two more movies to talk about after the no, break we here. We do. Yeah. Put on your Frankenstein hat. My what? Your Frankenstein hat. What, what would that look like? I don't know. It's got like, like, a, like a weird... Like uh, bolts? Bolts. It's like it wraps around the back. 
<laughs> from now, else? you know, from now on, I'm just going to, and some stitches. For now, I'm going to say put on your Frankenstein. I'm, I'm, I'm going to always call Frankenstein's monster Frankenstein because someone will eventually get mad, and I'll be like, and I'll be very happy. I well, we'll talk about Frankenstein one day. One day. Today's not the day. night into the graveyard ghoul whose claws were clenched with the wild uncontrollable urge to kill. Now, Hannah, who was it you saw? It was too dark to see properly. He was more like a beast than a human being. A man with the appetites of a monster. All human passions twisted by the same strange obsession that turned his face into a hideous mask of cruelty. It was the same man, the very same man. I tell you that if you brought me face to face with him now, it was the Haymarket Strangler. Body and soul, torn by the battle between good and evil, running amok in a reign of terror that paralyzed a city with fright. pictures, nothing so shocking on the screen. Ah! Corridors of blood. Mr. Bolton, the committee have decided against holding any further demonstrations. I tell you, I must have those chemicals. <laughs> a bargain's a bargain, eh, Doctor? You keep your end of it, and I'll keep mine. of Blood, starring Boris Karloff, genius or madman. Better St. John, drawn into the deadly vortex, 
Finley Curry, who believed at first. Christopher Lee, the killer known as Resurrection Joe. I don't know how he died. It's a favor for a favor, Doctor. You want your book? Hospitals want bodies. And you take shock after shock after shock. Don't hold in your terror. Shriek if you must. A Nerdorama Shocker. This picture is not for timid souls. And we're back. This is the Criterion Creeps podcast. And tonight we're talking about the second half of the Monsters and Mad Men for Thrilling Tales of Inner Torments in Outer Space box set. Mm-hmm. Feels like a lifetime ago, RJ, since we discussed the first two runaway smash successes. I didn't think this was a box set. Remember that first man in space? Uh, Neil Armstrong in, 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 into space. Remember that? Yeah, remember Neil Armstrong? He came back as a muck man. Remember um, the the atomic submarine, not to be confused with the haunted submarine. I uh, know, like um, I saw a movie called Hunter Killer. That was about a submarine. Is ha- that kind of haunted killer? Haunted killer is that kind of the same thing? Or well, what do you know about haunted stranglers? I don't know because I find it confusing because there's three titles. Do, are, you, are, are, are you aware of the third title? Oh, I'm aware, baby. Yeah, you're aware Maybe. of the Judas Hole? Not to be confused with the Gowron Hole? <laughs> I mean, I don't think this movie would have fit as the Judas Hole. No, not at all. But I, I, would like, I would like any movie to be called the Judas Hole. Yeah. But about something else. Do you fair. know what I mean? That's fair. Yeah. That's where you but, keep, uh, your, keep your silver... Uh, I would keep something there. Okay. I do prefer Haunted Strangler, though. Yeah, what about Grip of the Strangler? Nah. Nah, yeah. I, I don't think it, it doesn't I've have always, the bravitas. I've, I've always known it as the Haunted Strangler because of this <laughs> box set. That's what it says right on the cover. It's way well, way better. And so, yeah, folks, we're talking about the Haunted Strangler, and mm. we're talking about Corridors of Blood, all from 1958. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, actually, like, it's really weird. At the start of the month, because we knew we were talking about these, I put Honda Strangler, Corridors of Blood at my uh, Creeptober list. Yep. And uh, they only, like, the poster was Honda Strangler, and it was that in title, and then Letterboxd changed it, like, like a week or two ago. Because hmm. it was, like, two months ago or something that, like, it had Haunted Strangler, and I was like, what is this just bouncing around titles? What is What is this? It's those uh, gatekeepers over at the movie database. Well, when are you going to get in there and fuck them up? Change things. Yeah. Change things. Change things from the inside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, hey. we're good. We're good. Okay. So anyway, uh, I'd say that, you know, the first half of that box set uh, didn't didn't leave a lot to be desired. It's kind of uh, nothing. Nothing going mm-hmm. on with those. So we're going to check out and find out if uh, the second half redeems itself or not. We'll, we'll find out. So first up, we got The Haunted Strangler. Mm-hmm. Um, tagline for this film wow king of the monsters Karloff in his new horror Godzilla <laughs> yes, right. Godzilla is here Boris Karloff is Godzilla man I missed that, that Man. Sucks. so what's, what, what's this new horror all about 
a researcher investigating a notorious serial killer who was hanged 20 years earlier seemingly becomes possessed by the long dead strangler seemingly wait that's a spoiler well seemingly but the possession alone that's kind of a spoiler no that's the that's the twist so we've we've been talking about horror movies uh for some time now so let's let's uh push our way through this one all right okay so anyways uh this opens up with a man who gets gets hanged he gets hung Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. and he's but he's seeing i'm innocent i'm innocent oh dead Ka-chunk. Yeah, he end, dies already. End of the rope. So, mm-hmm. all all's well as ends well because we all know that only guilty men get executed. That is what they tell you. So anyway, we got this Boris Karloff guy. Everyone knows and loves old Boris. You know, mm-hmm. the, the Frankenstein himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's playing a guy named James Rankin, who is uh, is noted here uh, a social reformer. He's like one of those guys in a, in, in a cr- true crime documentary who's running around and trying to get guilty people out of jail. Mm. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Innocent people who have been put into jail. Ah, Wink. See. Wink. I see. This movie's got some interesting politics because uh, it's like, oh, wait, why is this guy the bad guy? Why is um Because he's a do-gooder. And like I, I wonder, I'm like, well, obviously there's a lot of innocent people who get put into jail, and Did, this and this is a guy who's like setting up a rallying cry. He wants to open up the, a case, you know, it's an old case. He's like, I want to open it up again. You know, he's going to get some pushback from the powers that be, and they're like, ah, uh, what are you trying to do here, Boris? Mm. Uh, trying to prove a a man who was found guilty by his peers, and he's like, ah, but we didn't look at the evidence closely because this is also Victorian era London, old timey. Mm-hmm. They didn't even have DNA yet. Did uh, this guy have a podcast? Uh, about like he, about his truth he, net stuff. He definitely would have. You think so? Yeah. How many yeah. Uh, how many podcasters are running around like digging up bodies and just like playing around in their bones, finding knives, and then becoming possessed? I mean, I know of at least one. Yeah. That does. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do well, you know the one? Yeah. Looking at him. Hey, you know about Judas holes? Why don't you tell me about the Judas hole? Well, apparently the Judas hole, there's a lot of can-can dancing. You know, uh, you, the, know, you know about the can-can? Yeah, we watched that movie once, the French can-can. Do you remember? Uh-huh. That was a movie we watched, right? It was. It's, it was awful. I, I hate it. Some would say. I hate that guy. Renoir. Others. I hate that man. Um, Love it. So anyway... And the, during the course of this investigation, uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of you know cro- cross referencing and going back and interview doing some interviews with witnesses. Uh, we're introduced to a bunch of ladies. There's lots of gams. I feel like uh, this film's not all on the up and up. I feel like it's it's trying to entice people back in 1958 times, being like, "Hey, you like beautiful ladies? Well, they're going to be dancing." But they got they got spunk. They got character, and we're gonna have like some backstage music hall back and forths, hmm. which, like, I don't know. Anyway, kind of? yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, or is it loose women? Where did you see that? Huh? Who's talking about loose women? Uh, on Wikipedia, actually. Hmm. I, I noted this. Uh, yes, there's loose women here. They're, 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 they're women that are willing to have sex 
with them. Not much coaxing. Can you believe it? I can. I didn't think that was mm-hmm. a thing. No. Wow. Uh, so anyway, uh, our our boy uh, Boris, he's running into problems. He wants to do a proper investigation. Uh, you know, the the prison warden won't cooperate. He wants to like, I want to have a, I'm gonna bring out the bones. I got. We're looking for this weapon. It was never found. That's very peculiar. Mm. You know about peculiar things, RJ? Do I? Um, I saw a barbarian. No, that was kind of peculiar. No. So what? Not really. No. <laughs> pretty seemed pretty straightforward to me. Oh, okay. Okay. So anyway, um, uh, Boris Karloff, he's a he's a loose cannon. He he'll you know what? If he wants to dig up a body, he'll just go ahead and do just that. Mm-hmm. And he goes digging, and he finds this like hilariously clean skeleton. Like it's just like there's no dirt on it. It's just like it's in the dirt. But there's like oh there's a here it is. He starts moving it around, which is I think a detail I appreciated. That it's not like this like intact skeleton as you move the parts, mm-hmm. you know, with all those muscles that have completely been deteriorated, eaten by bugs. Uh, but he finds the knife, and as soon as he picks up that knife, he starts to bite his lip, tucks his little arm into a little little paralyzed claw hand, and he's holding the knife. And he's like, <laughs> and then it turns into like Jekyll and Hyde. His face is real scrunchy. Real scrunched up. A real big yeah. chomp of that lip. He squints his eye, becomes nonverbal, and mm-hmm. then he starts killing people. And, and I mean, who hasn't been there? Then, then you find out. It's like, because there's like some gaps in old Boris's background. Uh, his wife then tells him, oh, yeah. I was a was a nurse at the mental hospital, and I was like, "Oh, you seem like a nice, insane man. I'm gonna take you home and take care of you, and then marry mm-hmm. you, and everything's gonna work out just fine. You're gonna become a novelist and a social reformer, mm-hmm. and not even know why. And I'm not gonna tell you this, but you also, but might have been the strangler." I mean, that is how it works. And then it's it? like, and he was the strangler, and he doesn't have any recollections of it. And you go. She reformed him. She reformed him, but then oh. all it took was one little misstep of digging up a body and picking up the old kill stick, and now you're back to killing women again and whoever you need to. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, um, yeah, he, he gets just desserts. He gets killed. Um, just d- desserts. Yeah, because he's got to die. Like we have to like because he feels bad about it, but at the same mm-hmm. time, he he can't control the urge. The knife, he has to pick it up again. It's like, oh, he can't reform. But well, it's, but it's, do you, do but you it's... find reform? Do you think reform is real? Sure. Yeah. Have you listened to a System of a Down song ever? <laughs> I have not. But the prison system? No. <laughs> no? Okay. Would, would that have been as entertaining as The Haunted Strangler? I mean, I think if this movie included some system of a down on the soundtrack, that that might have piped, mm-hmm. pepped it up a little bit. Yeah. Maybe a little. I don't know. So tell me more about Haunted Strangler. <laughs> I think I just told you the whole movie. Oh, okay. Um, well, what about your, like, opinion, man? Well, um, so did you know that this was a double bill with Fiend Without a Face, which we've discussed on this very podcast many years ago? I didn't, but now I do. Yeah, it, it was double programmed. Which one? Was, do you th- which one do you think is better, Fiend Without a Face or The Haunted Strangler? 
Fiend Without a Face. Yeah. Yeah, the Haunted Strangler I watched for the very first time like 11 years ago. Yeah. And uh, it's pretty boring. Doesn't really go anywhere. Doesn't do anything yeah. interesting. Uh, Boris Karloff, who is the king of the monsters, as it turns out. Um, and lots, I mean, it says it on the poster. Why would they lie? Um, he is fine in this movie, but mm-hmm. there's not much to the story. It's just like, oh, then that happens. None of the like, the killing is interesting. None of the film is intriguing. It's just yeah. like there's no mystery other than, oh, yeah, we're then told this happens and this happens. And then you're like, oh, yeah. Instead of like thinking that he's being possessed by the the real killer, it's like, oh, no, he is the killer. Yeah, and that's it. And then he gets, then you know, uh, he's on the run, and he's like, he feels real bad about it. He's trying to get rid of the knife and get better, but it's too late for that. He's assaulting people, and then he gets shot, and then that's the end of the movie. And then you go, okay, that's a movie that I didn't plan on watching ever again, but I, I do a podcast where I have to. And um, do you? You have you know, a podcast? I know, right? I'd love to subscribe to that. Tell me what it's about. You talk about movies? Like, what kind of movies? Have you heard of a man named John Criterion? I have, personally. He, he has a weird affinity for 1950s obscure, like, horror sci-fi by this company called Amalgamated Productions. Um, so much that he put him out on the DVD, and we get to talk about him. I mean, I'm the same way, to be honest. No, it's cr- yeah. crazy. Yeah, so th- this is a nondescript movie that is harmless but completely not worth watching there are a hundred films probably from the same era that you would watch before this yeah yeah Easily. i with without yeah so like not even like this isn't awful but it's not good boris karloff is good in this um his crunch face is kind of silly yep but uh it is like um because you and I watch a good chunk of movies from this era and of the genre. I found this one to be particularly dated hmm. in, I don't know, the way people like interacted with each other. I was like, uh, I was like, I don't know. There's a lot of other movies from this time that seem like, I don't want to say timeless, Jarrett, but seem a lot more like flexible with like even current standard stuff but like sometimes people are talking i was just like yeah i was like i don't know man people don't really talk to each other like or it, i was like this seems flippy flappy didn't you, know you get mean? caught up in the sing the song and dance number of cora oh i hate that shit <laughs> <laughs> i always do and that's like i i can't remember i think peterson or someone brought it up once they're like should musicals come back and i was like no i hate that shit we don't need musicals and uh, we don't need like dance, like not like the... a dance number is fine and like a song, especially when you're showing like a club. But what about La La like... Land? It's, it's fine. What about Chicago, RJ? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, more Chicago, less other musicals. How's that? Uh, I don't know. Like those sequences weren't like really like overextended or anything. But when they were on, I just wanted them to be done. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, I'd rather not be watching this. Um, I don't know. You get some of the call girl stuff or not call girl, but like the working girls, you have that guy who declares he's never been drunk and then spills a drink on her, um, exposed breasts, which I found like a strange, like they like really like zoomed in on that. I was like, that's kind of a strange, like zoom in for the time, you know? 
I thought at least. Gotta gotta quench the thirst of the boys, RJ. Yeah, yeah, I, that's true. Did you? Hey, did you notice in this that uh, uh, Boris Karloff uh, Jokerifies someone? Oh. He he gets it. He gets that blade like right in the cheek, and he Jokerifies them. Oh, and I was like, yeah. holy shit! Karloff lives in a society. <laughs> There's there somebody who, like. I think one of the movies I watched, someone gets stabbed in the mouth, and then they're, yeah. they're fine. I, 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 I don't get that. That's like a new gimmick in movies where people get stabbed in the mouth. But it's like through like cheek to cheek, and then you're just left with a fucking two holes in your mouth. But then you're like, oh, that's like a really nasty injury, but you'd survive it. And it's like, you like fuck, like, I get paper cuts, and I'm in so much pain. I mean, you I'm could just... cut off both of your legs and you would survive for a while. Yeah, right? So, Like, I mean, if you didn't treat the huge yeah. holes in your mouth, you would die from that, too. Well, like, well, that's treatable, though. I mean, you can continue to run away from things. You can't cut off both legs, Arche. Otherwise, you can't run away from the killer. But you can get stabbed in the face. Two words. Lieutenant Dan. Mm-hmm. Well, he he got he was fine. Remember, His legs got remember, blowed up. Remember when we thought that he was he was swimming out to sea to die? <laughs> what do you mean we? we? Do you mean the royal we? The collective we. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty we, much we the viewer. We the viewer. And then there's and grip then, of the strangler. <laughs> there's grip of the strangler, but Lieutenant Dan apparently. Yeah. I mean, I I did I thought it was kind of lame. I was like, yeah, this is what these movies are, but there's a lot better ones. Like, have you ever seen The Reptile? I have not. <laughs> One day, and then that list will be at 45. That's right. And if you don't know what we're talking about, join our Discord. <laughs> you will find nothing about it there. <laughs> well, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I threw this on, and it was actually it was a nice break um, in... Uh, <laughs> in my creeptober and like i like to have a, an oldie in there like you know it was a nice i i hadn't had one for a while so i threw on this bad boy some boris karloff who i'll talk about more in the next one because uh he reminds me of uh, a couple people in that one but uh mm-hmm. haunted strangler is a really cool title and the idea is not bad but i was left wanting yeah you know jared i got like two cool screenshots from it but that's worthwhile right there then yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but that's about yeah. It. There's, I don't know. There's not much to discuss about this. Uh, Moving this, on. This feels like the sort of thing you just like, you know, you'd be painting minifigs and throw it on Tubi, and then you go, oh yeah, I had it on once. Boris Karloff's like got a nice voice. Yeah, He's, you say it's sure was a Tubi original. Original. <laughs> well, not original. It's just it's just on Tubi, like a Charles Bronson movie. You can watch The Mechanic, I think, still. On Tubi. Yeah. I like that. There's some, there's some sweet Bronson on there. I like that a lot. Okay. Well, okay. So anyways, we also got Corridors of Blood. What a, a- cool title. A.K.A. Doctor from Seven Dials. That's not as good. Yeah. I mean, that's probably more descriptive of what this movie might actually be <laughs> do, about. Do you know what the tagline for this film is? Uh, I do not. <laughs> it's so good. Um, tops in terror. <laughs> uh, I feel like I, I'll get to it. Did, but did, 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 did you? How many times did you have to like go to the bathroom because you'd shit yourself in terror? From this movie or in general? Uh, in this for this movie in particular. 
No more than usual. no more than usual, like once every five minutes. Yeah. Well, let us read the synopsis of this new peak in terror that apparently Corridors of Blood is. Mm-hmm. An 1840s British surgeon experiments with anesthetics. Okay. Uh, Gases in an effect in an effort in an effort to make surgery pain free. While doing so, his demonstration before a panel of his peers ends in a horrific mishap with his patient awakening under the knife. He is forced to leave his position in disgrace. To complicate matters, he becomes addicted to the gases and gets involved with a gang of criminals led by Black Ben and his henchman Resurrection Joe. <laughs> So, mm. you know what I thought was missing in Grip of the Strangler? Mm. Christopher Lee. I agree. And although his presence isn't long, it's welcomed it's, in Corridors of Blum. And appreciated. And it's appreciated. Yeah. So, is this a horror movie? No. Uh, I, think, <laughs> it's like... I, I think the biggest thing about this is it is a mismarketing, like the mar- a marketing mishap. I think the way they handled this is not like, I think this is um a cool idea. And I like, I think it's a well put together movie, but it's like, shouldn't have been called quarters of blood uh, because it's, it's not a horror movie. It's about this doctor guy. Yeah, it's about hospitals or just like blood pouring out because people are getting, yeah. you know, legs amputated and arms amputated and like I car- think... carved up by a man. Yeah. So this movie was also uh, sold as a double bill. Um, in the U.S. Uh, with an Italian film called Werewolf in a Girl's Dormitory. Uh, that's bad. That's a bad. That, yeah. that I mean, that sounds cool, but imagine going to the theater. And you're like, ah, yes, with your like your top hat and your cane, going out clothes, and you're like, mm-hmm. ah, time to take in a little cinema, <laughs> kino. Mm. Ooh, like do hey, do you think a better title would have been Corridors of Medical Blood? Ooh, do you I'm, think that would have been more I'm accurate? Looking, I'm looking at this poster. So there is Tops and Terror, the newest and most frightening role for Boris Karloff. We also have C. Uh, we've got Body Snatchers. Uh, cruel, cruel Beauties. Uh, blood Curdling Experiments of Dr. Bolton. Oh, no, not Dr. Bolton. <laughs> I, I I prefer corridors of medical blood. I think would have really sold it. And like that's accurate, and it's not it's not trying to mislead anybody. Yeah, I don't like any of those titles. No, uh, I think this movie's fine. Oh yeah, I was gonna say this movie's good. Like I, yeah, I, I think yeah. it is. Okay, so it's what's just, this? It's, it's like literally presented. What is this movie about? Uh, so anyway, the movie opens up with a amputation being performed by Boris Karloff, and the man screaming in agony. His son is along with him. He's like apprenticing essentially as a young doctor, learning yeah. the trade of you know of being a surgeon, uh, which is mm-hmm. a real, real butchery. There's this big, big man surgeon who's like really indifferent. He's like, <laughs> I don't understand why you care. It's like pain comes with the game. There's nothing that can be done about it. <laughs> But the other thing is like, I don't know why you go and help poor people. That's not your problem. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite type of character. (laughs) Pompous. So anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, 
so he's trying to make uh, an aesthetics essentially, and he's mm-hmm. trying to figure it out. And what happens is he starts getting, you know, he's getting the uh, medications to do it and like the chemicals and um, chemistry. But then he winds up making some real knockout gas for himself, you know, sends him a little loopy. And uh-huh. he becomes a fucking drug addict. Yep. Um, and so he's like, try, try. But he's, he's like a good man, but he just falls down the, the trap of addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, it can happen to anybody. And mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, he starts making bad decisions. He's coming to work high as a kite. No sleep. Floating on cloud nine. And he's going to carve people up. Um, mm-hmm. And this is not being going, this is not going unobserved because there's whole scenes where it's like in the... Um, kind of the medical operation room, um, mm-hmm. the theater, medical theater, and all these all these hoople-head British doctors are like, oh, yeah, he, he's almost cut off a leg. <laughs> Good times. Good times. Mm-hmm. It is, like, horrifying in the sense that people suck. But anyways, uh, we also get some <laughs> body snatcher types, uh, one of them, of course, being played by Chris Furley, Resurrection Joe. Uh, he's cool in this. He feels like mm-hmm. he's fell out of a Charles Dickens novel. Uh, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Coffin uh, Joe. Coffin Joe style. Yeah. Uh, then you got Black Ben. And like they got there, again, uh, some a loose woman, of course. You got to throw one of them in there who will pretend to be your friend. And she's like coaxing things along, but she's all part of the scam because they want some of them. They want what this doctor can offer. You know, it's good to have a doctor in your back pocket. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. um, you know we can he'll patch you up if someone needs it, or you know you're like, what kind of chemistry can you do? It's like Breaking Bad, RJ. What's that? Making you can make drug get your guy to make you drugs, sell them. Is that like a so, saying? Breaking uh, Bad? I'm yeah. not familiar with oh, that. Oh, it's, you should check it out sometime. Is that like a verb? <laughs> it's a verb. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Got him. Got him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I'm aware. I'm aware. Yeah. Keep so anyway, so anyway uh, yeah, he winds up getting you know uh, his career besmirched by his own uh, addictions, and he's like, "You got to pack out of here, bud." And he's like, mm-hmm. "You're you're on suspension. <laughs> Hand in your medical badge." Uh, but he's like, "So oh, I want to do my work because, of course, he wants to make his own drugs still, and he's getting cut off, and so he has to throw in with these uh, hooligans." Uh, there's a, a break in at the pharmacy. Uh, mm-hmm. A man is murdered. He's like, what are you going to go and do that for, man? Why are you going to be like that, Resurrection Joe? Uh, and then they're like, well, now that you're in too deep, we'll just say you did it. And now we're all in this together. And now we've got to bunk up and we're on the run <laughs> and doing mm-hmm. no good things. Um, and, yeah, eventually there, there's, like, a, essentially a shootout. Uh, there is. There and is. But so... I I think this movie is actually very entertaining. Uh, mm-hmm. It's definitely the best movie of the whole box set, like oh, yeah. hands down. Uh, yeah. Despite the misleading title, it's just like a cool little story of like, oh, this is like a you know this fictional tale of uh, uh, the invention of anesthetics and mm-hmm. depicting medical horror, I guess, and like how people are trying to discover things. It's like that's neat. I feel like Netflix mm-hmm. has done now that as a TV show, <laughs> essentially <clears throat> about early uh, days of surgery that. Was it that the is that show? what the, the Nick or whatever? Yes. Is that the show? Yeah, yeah, it's like this is like 1958. I'm not sure what the market was like for that sort of story, but this is like yeah, this is a period drama. Um, but this movie's gorgeous. Like all the of the three Robert Day movies we've watched, this one looks so nice. Like mm-hmm. just like I'm not sure if it's maybe just like a restoration. Um, 
not sure who actually was a cinematographer. Is Jeffrey Faithful? He Jeffrey Faithful. Jeffrey Faithful. Is that a real name, Jared? It, it is. That's the that's the that's the name right there. Are you fucking with me right now? I am not. I would not. I would dare not do that. Jeffrey Faithful. Uh, he kind of. It here. looks like he actually made this toward the end of his uh, career in the industry. Oh, he actually. Oh, look at that. He also uh, shot Village of the Damned. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. The good one, right? Yeah. <clears throat> the one Not the Mar- bad one? The one with Mark Hamill. Oh, as the village? As the village. Yeah, okay, okay. But, yeah, no, um, I think this movie is very decent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to call it beyond that, but, I mean, even in terms of, like, Criterions, it's better than most of the ones that we've been watching for the last, I don't know. Two six, years? 60 spine numbers. The last two years or so? Yeah. Give or take, give, give or take. Yep, yep. But, yeah, I don't know. I liked it. I think yeah. If you're gonna watch one, and I don't know if you're gonna watch any, but if you're gonna watch one, this one's like decent. It's good. Uh, yes, yes. I agree with the the sentiments that you said. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. I thought this was cool too. I liked it, and it's like what I said earlier. I think it's just a uh, misrepresented. Yeah. Because, like, is there, like, horrific stuff in this? Yeah, I guess. Like, I guess. this might have been really spooky to, like, dudes in, like, the 50s. They were like, oh, uh, <laughs> surgery. But I do think it is a really cool story. Like, um, who was it? Uh, when I was trying to look up, uh, when I was pulling up the reviews for Who Hates, I just pulled the page up so I have it here. I don't actually read them. But I saw a review from, I think, friend of the show maybe it was jared Berger or someone but someone they were like remake this like requiem for a dream and i was like that'd be pretty cool and i know what you said like they they kind of did the nick i never seen that show though so me neither i know it was popular to some people <laughs> i don't know but uh, i do i do think it is an interesting story because uh I, there's got to be some truth to it right like they were just cutting people's arms off and then one day that someone's like hey maybe we like put these people unconscious hey rj you ever seen a movie called master and commander oh i have seen a movie called master and commander mm-hmm. yeah hey, which is you, also good stuff if, if you ever watched the little web series uh star trek uh continues uh, uh, there's the, the episode where uh dr mccoy's uh consciousness goes back to the civil war mm-hmm. and uh he's like i just spent the last two days hacking men up <laughs> i'll never be the same Mm-hmm. Which is good stuff, man. Yeah. Remember, so like... remember Brad Dourif uh, having uh, PTSD from all the horrific uh, surgeries he had to perform uh, in Deadwood from, uh, from his Civil War days. I do remember that, but um, I Brad Dourif was a doctor in a Cryptober movie I watched, oh. Night Watch. There you go. I didn't mention that. Um, anyways, um, yeah, I know all about that stuff, but I do, I do like. Uh, I do like the doctor story and I do like, um, I, I like how it's presented where it's just like all these people are like, boo, they're like, we don't need your medicine. Like all the other doctors they are like, surgery is painful and it always will be. Yeah. We like it that way. <laughs> I, I got screenshots where it's just like, it's like, can't have surgery without screaming. It's like, there's nothing about this that isn't painful and you're just like okay <laughs> yeah it's like whoa all right but that, i'm sure that's how people were yeah they're 
yeah, like Doug Bradley's in the background. He's like, no, boo. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly how uh, well researched this film is, but considering the ridiculous things people say to this day, it's like, yeah, yeah. sure. They said that back then too. Cause they didn't like know how to get around it. Like, eh, yeah. That's part of it. We can't start telling patients. There's another way. Cause we don't even know what that is. I think he, like, I, I think that's spot on. It's like people back then were doing stuff. Now it's like, Oh no, don't do that. Just cut an onion, put the onion to the wound, the, the half onion that'll pull the, the demon out of your body. And you're just like, okay, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I did like that. I thought that was all good. I thought his character was like, um, like you feel for him. He's just like a nice old man. Like, so I got a couple pictures of him and like, he actually, he kind of reminds me of my grandpa. Like he, he kind of looks like what my grandpa looked like. Like, I think it's his head or something, but then I was looking too. And I was like, wait a minute. Old Boris Karloff kind of looks like Mel Gibson as well, <laughs> which I didn't, my grandpa didn't look like Mel Gibson, but I'm going to send you this picture. And I was like, this guy kind of looks like Mel Gibson, but also kind of looks like my grandpa. I think, I think this is what Mel Gibson's going to look like in another 20 years is my point. But, uh, uh, I liked that. I was like, that's cool. That's cool. But I liked his story. I like that. It, it's just him. Like I liked his little snorkel setup of him. Just, uh, trying his, uh, you know, having a hoot. having, he, yeah, he's having a rip off of his, uh, little hookah pipe. He's just like, Grr. I like that. Uh, coffin. I, Joe. I, th- I think it's not so much. He looks like Mel Gibson, but definitely his hair. It's yeah. It's the hair. See, that's what it is. Cause his face. So his face looks like my grandpa's face. Kind of. I think at least a little bit. And it's something about the ears. Cause where's Karloff from? Uh, England. He's English. Okay. Despite the, despite the name Boris Karloff, he was born William Henry Pratt. Oh, okay. He wasn't like, he's not a Hungarian or he's not that. Hungarian. Yeah. Like Bela Lugosi. Uh, or yeah. Yeah. Correct. Romani, uh, Romania was like the, the lines, the border lines, Jarrett. The borderlines between Ro- Romania and Hungary changed. It didn't matter. It was old, old timey. Yeah, old time countries. But uh, I don't know what was I talking about. Yeah, no, I like this. I, I, I do think this was a. It was, yeah, it was. It was definitely the best out of all four. <laughs> yes. But uh, like without question. But I, I did like it. It was kind of like, it was a nice story, and I liked how it was played out. And I was like, I'm on board with this. I do think you get some cool stuff too. Like some of the surgery scenes are pretty gnarly. Like uh, cutting off that little girl's leg and stuff. You're just like, because you see it coming like from the instant that little girl is introduced. You're like, they're going to be cutting that girl's leg off, aren't they? And then they do. And I do like how uh, his surgery was getting sloppy. And then that's like horrifying too, kind of like they're just watching and the doctors are like, they're like, holy shit, he's going to kill him. And it's like he's been operating for like two hours. Uh, and then I do like um, one of the characters deaths from uh, the building when he's climbing and he falls and he's like, he's dead real good. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I was like, that's cool. <laughs> so that was good too. Uh, yeah. Quarters of blood is pretty good. I just think it's, um, it's, it's not a horror movie. Yeah. You'll notice, you'll, you'll, you'll notice that I did not watch it during Creeptober proper. <laughs> I, I know it's that, but it was a first time for me yeah. and the title was corridors of blood. So and you, it was like, yeah. you see, you got bamboozled old time style. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I do think there's some cool, like, I think it's a cool movie, but it's, uh, yeah. it's not quite a horror movie. That's all. Correct. Yeah. No, it's good. It's like, it's just like, Oh, like in the, I would watch this. I mean, I don't think it's weird. Cause it's like where it is. The amalgamated films. This movie mm-hmm. was a flop 
I believe, and uh, it was the last production of the studio. So maybe mm. don't label your movie that's a medical drama as a horror film. Maybe people will go, "What the fuck?" The horror fans aren't satisfied, and the people who would like this movie maybe aren't watching horror movies. That's, you know, that's right. That's right. Where do where do you rank this between this and General Idi Amin Adada? What? Where do you rank this between out of all the movies we've watched? Is it better than Idi Amin, or is good. it worse? Not as good. Not as not as good. Okay, no. I have it under Idi Amin as well. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I'm gonna say not. I, I think generally Idi Amin Dada has a had more of a cultural impact, uh, at least on this podcast, uh, in okay. terms of a man going <laughs> having a laugh, you know, chuckling. <laughs> What do, do you mean? I do know. What do you mean? What, what do you mean? I just realized that a lot of my um, a lot of my idiot mean pictures have disappeared from my drive because I would reuse those pictures. Where did they go? Uh, you have to watch it again. Take some new <laughs> ones. Those are incredible screen caps. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I just I was just wondering. Just wondering. <laughs> we want to hear from people who hate these movies, RJ. I yeah. I mean. Why would you care enough? Why you know would what I mean? Well, people will see. Let's see. What what do people have to observe? Yeah. Noah Arbor, one star. Okay. I know you need to have a bit more patience with horror from this era, but The Haunted Strangler is one of the most boring horror films. There is no suspense. The sets, cinematography, characters, and pacing is all just dull as hell. The backstory is cool, but it just doesn't feel like it goes anywhere. With the 1950s being dominated by Hammer Horror and Universal Monsters, mm. no, that this is entirely mm. forgettable. It's like, well, Hammer Horror didn't like really kick off till the, the late 60s. It, end, well, the end of the 50s is like that's like like well like uh, was it the Horror of Dracula is like 57, 58. So no. I don't, they're concurrent though. They they have a point, but Universal was dead by this point. Like yeah, yeah. but I get it. I understand the. The sentiment that's like, yeah, there's this better. Like, if you're gonna watch uh, 1950s horror, or God, just watch the sci-fi stuff. There's fun. Mm-hmm. There's there's more fun things you could watch too. This is just this exists. This haunted strangler. Uh, Noah Arbor is from Australia. Crikey, crikey. Uh, Autumn Sonata, Breaker Morant, Fabio's Baron Munchausen, Human Condition. Well, those are those are big ticket movies. Big ticket. Half star films include Quarantine and Texas Chainsaw 3D, which I also watched this month. And didn't I know you mention. did. I know you did. They, Is it they, a half a star film? No, they baby. They, oh, I mean, okay. it's not good, but they baby faced Leatherface, RJ. Like he's cute. And like, well, no, they like you know re- you know you know in wrestling, there's like heel turns, yeah. face turns. Well, Leatherface winds up becoming a good guy by the end. Oh. Yeah, after he's eviscerated many people. It's fine. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, okay. it's like quarters of blood. How about BK Shells of Doom? One and a half stars. Is this for... Oh, okay. Why on earth did Boris Karloff's wife think it was a good idea to smuggle a murderous asylum inmate home and marry him? Was he actually the original Strangler? Was he possessed? I feel like even the movie didn't know. They might not have. Yeah. Also, if that's truly what can-can performances are like, 
I am unimpressed. Literally ladies just standing around holding their skirts over their heads. Well, there's a fair bit of kicking. There was lots of kicking. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I believe uh, it's defined as a high-energy dance. These ladies seem to be doing all those things. They look they like did. they look like professional dancers, you know, mm. that were doing like movies like this. They might have been. Might like... have been, <laughs> or not, or not. They're they're just they just showed up and they went. Hey, I got an idea. You know, we've had this Judas whole thing, and we have haven't had anything to fill it. We didn't know what it was going to be, but you know what? I knew my 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 brother in law. He knows some can can dancers. We get them in here. Oh. Like that? Like like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. And for a corridor, or unless you want to tell me about oh, wait, wait. VK shelves. It's Bookshelves of Doom. It's a website, and they sell books. It seems like, um, seems kind of like a uh, Valencourt. You, you, you're, you're saying this isn't Brian K. Shelves of Doom? I thought it was Burger King Shelves of, shelves of Doom. Yeah. But uh, it, it looks like a website is what it's not a person okay one of their favorite films is the love witch oh fuck so i hope they go to business (laughs) i mean like you know uh, like valancourt does that paperbacks of hell and it's like i i feel like those guys have kind of cornered that market the niche underground so wait they're, they're a book publisher well it's just a website that's just like their bio is a like a link to their website and it's just a bunch of books like they're selling like it's are they a book publisher or are they like a bookstore let's see let's go to home i think just a store okay well that's Uh, valancourt books i mean that's a publisher wait i've been short version i've been talking young adult fiction currently shelving yeah they're books yeah just books or maybe this is a blog i don't know i was just saying like Oh, I just went to this website. I saw a bunch of like horror books, and yeah. I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot, there's plenty of uh, space to do whatever you want to do. I guess. I, th- I think this might be a blog. Oh well. I didn't realize. There those you go. Were, yeah. <laughs> there you it's go. It's a blog. RJ figured it out. I got him. It's a blog. <laughs> it's a blog. Okay, corridors of blood. Yep. The people who hate this film somehow. Brandy Stoddard. I don't know if we've had too many uh, Brandy on here. Um, maybe. One star. 1840s Britain seems like a real shithole. <laughs> no, no anesthesia, sick people everywhere, and nonstop concertina music in every pub. Boris is cool, but Chris has like three lines and chases a wench around, and whatever with the title. Uh... I kind of like that yeah. view, but I mean, what place in 1840 wasn't all shit? Do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, this this all is like a nightmare escape to RJ. I I do like that. I kind of they just re- watched Apostle, which I I watched, and I kind of like this review. Made it halfway through and realized I didn't know what was going on, and I didn't care. Super boring. Is that a haha same for you? No, I mean that movie. It's it's so so. Some of it's really good. Some of it's not good. <laughs> so, and it's 100% too long. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's somewhere in the middle. It's somewhere in the middle. Okay. Uh, how about Gavin Kelman? One star. Right. Well-made horror with a good turn by its aging star. 
full of solid moments and dark scenes <laughs> engaging from the start. This person didn't watch this movie. I have something to say about and, Galvin. And, 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 and let me point out, this is a one-star review. <laughs> One star to them means run of the mill. Oh. So that's not even that bad. Okay. <clears throat> But it's a, it's a it's a well-made horror film, RJ. Apparently, here's their bio. For at least twenty years, <laughs> I have devoted myself to the study of film. As a hobby, I watch and review movies. That's I have a RJ's doing the general Akari hands. Uh, I have a wide knowledge of film history, with interests. In silent and world cinema. Outside of film, I am currently studying photography. I am also a co-author of a cookbook. <laughs> uh, what else? What other takes do they got? What are the What are the five stars for this person? Well, their top ones are Cinema Paradiso, Bride of Frankenstein, Bicycle Thieves, and Gold Rush. And that I feel like is awful that's i feel like they just saw the edgar wright post and they just took five or, or four what else we got in here uh Gigi, uh the red turtle these are five stars maltese falcon la strada um hey think how good they'll be in 20 years more of studying film in St- 20 years studying film <laughs> oh they one starred nightmare on elm street the original Jared, they one starred Babe. Okay, that's like Babe. Gavin, come on, bud. One starred Halloween. Hey, I got, I, 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 I got I got a quick little anecdote for you. Yeah. So you know what I was prepared to watch? Why? Nightmare on Elm Street 2010. What it's, happened? It, it was streaming. It was available. I click on it, and it's the 1982 version of the movie, or 84, whatever it is. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. There was. I mean, I um, I have it. I would have lent it to you. Well, I, I mean, it was just an impulse thing where I went, holy yeah. shit, there it is. And then I went to watch it, and they had the wrong file there, and they say they have it. And it's like, well, I mean, I know it's not going to be good, but I, I wanted I, to watch it. I wanted to get it across off my I know. list. I've noticed some weird things lately. Um, There's a lot of stuff that says it's available on Amazon Prime. And then when I, like on Just Watch... And then when I put, or or on Shutter, which is owned by Amazon, uh, I'll, I'll pull it up on Amazon Prime, and it's like start your, uh, it's like sign in to Prime to watch, and then it's like I am on Prime, and then it's like unable to watch, and I was like, what is going on? Something weird going on with the streamers, Jarrett. Mm. One last one, Cin- oh, okay. Cinema Bulb. Uh oh. One and a half stars. October is Monster Movie Monster Movie Month. A pretty boring Karloff vehicle. It was an interesting take on the creation of anesthesia and addiction, which I thought was the best part of film. Karloff is a lot more calmer than previous MGM Universal horror flicks like The Body Snatcher or The Mummy. I don't... The Body Snatcher? Yeah, no. That's like the RKO, which... Yeah, come on. It's nothing special, but I enjoyed it for its monster Halloween feeling to it. I guess if you are a huge Carla fan, watch it. 
Kate, nobody is a huge Karloff fan. I mean, he seems like a nice guy, but... Look, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but... There's no Karloff stands out there. Just trust me. And it's not... I don't understand why he keeps saying monster. There's no monsters in this. Not, like... Favorite films. Godfather, The Thing, Scarface, and Heat. Real... um... Real uh, movies there, hey? Real, only real movies. Half half star films include only five of them, and three of them have George Clooney in it. So, it's <laughs> not a George Clooney oh, person, I guess. Oh, cinema bulb. Oh, they also one starred a George Clooney film. Uh, oh, they one starred Black Coat's daughter. That's not good. No, it's not good at all. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Some people clearly don't even watch the movies that they are reviewing. I I, I understand that. Oh yeah. God. Except for Brand, I, Brandy. Brandy watched it. Brandy watched it. Yeah. I think uh, one, one star is harsh. Well, to Brand Brandy was the one that said one star was like okay though, right? No, that was I believe Gavin. Oh okay. Yeah. 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 Any final thoughts on? Monsters and Mad Men, or either of these two films, Life, um, Flim Flam. Um, no, no, because it's late. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. You're good. Very well. After the break, um, the the cops shoot us dead, and uh, or or how about this? We get axed by Christopher Lee and die kind of like strung out but like knowing yeah i had it coming is that gonna be a hammer or a universal karloff style uh yeah it'll be the new hammer that doesn't exist anymore new hammer remember when that woman in black movie came out with um harry potter and everyone was like super stoked on it and there was like oh man it's a new new era of horror and that's been the end of it again maybe you could bring back hammer maybe i could bring back hammer King of the Monsters. <laughs> I'm looking at him. Starring Raymond Burr. Well, you know. He's going to fight Karloff. You might eat. to rob a grave whose grave would you rob yours oh, I have nothing in there though it's not you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta shoot bigger I'm not after possessions you're, you I'm after go, them bones you want, my bo- you want to defile me no not that, defiling that's weird you know about hoodoo oh fuck hoodoo 
Ooh, you know about Hodor? <laughs> you can email us at criteriaincrease at gmail.com. Hodor! Oh, it makes me sad. It makes me so sad. Hold the door. Spoilers. We've got a Facebook page. We're on Instagram. We're on Letterboxd. I'm Jared Duncan. He's Burnloaf. We're not going to watch movies anymore, though, because October broke Never us. Again. Uh, we're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. We've got, a, we've got a Patreon. We've got, uh, we've got a Discord. What's uh, on the Discord? Uh, conversation. Dis- oh, okay. Discourse. Discordia? V- pictures of Oreo cookies. Of oh. various stuffings. Oh. And great debates about which one's the real deal. What, what, what one should be striving for. Shoot waffles. It's the fastest growing community in the world, RJ. Creeps it all. You know, we already know. have members. Members. Big members. Next Girl. week, RJ... Yeah. It's a, we're not fucking recording shit. It's a skip week, baby. Ooh, mama. On the flip side, in two weeks, we'll be reconvening to begin an, a four-week project no. into the Paul Robeson collection. No. Uh, oh, fuck me. And only half no. of them are on the channel. And who knows? We don't have to watch them. It's been after November 1st. Maybe they're all been taken off or whatever. And then, yeah, I mean, it'll be like, that's that mattress, man. I I, I see that as an absolute win. If it's not on the channel, it's not. It's not real. It's not for us. That's right. Not for us, man. Mm -mm -mm. Well, hot dog. We've been recording forever. I'm going to call it. Good night, everybody. I called it like two hours ago, man. Well, we're still here.